0: Hello, all you crazy internet people out there. It is I, Josh Jalevin, recording my podcast, Spaceboat One. Yeah, that's my podcast. Uh, it doesn't have anything to do with sci-fi or anything. It is a comedy podcast, and that's what you're about to hear this week. I s- sat down with Sam Lee, a stand-up comedian from Vancouver, um, who is originally, originally from Victoria and uh, yeah we had a little chat in fact it turned into kind of a long chat you may have already noticed this podcast uh, runs just over two hours and I was going to cut it down a little bit but I think I'll just leave that in your hands Um, the first hour is really good and uh, just so that's what I'd suggest is start listening and until you have um, until you run out of time and if you're still enjoying it after an hour just hang in there keep on listening and there's lots of good stuff we had a fantastic conversation, and I really enjoyed it myself. I really enjoyed listening back to it again in the editing process. So without further ado, I give you my interview with Sam Lee. Yay. Theme song. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Space Boat One podcast. This is my podcast. I'm Josh Trelevin. I have a very special guest with me. Yes. He is uh, he's a character from the Game of Thrones. His name is Sam Lee.
1: <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I, uh, I am a character from the Game of Thrones. No, no way am I a character from an HBO program.
0: Uh, no, it's Sam Lee, a stand-up comedian from, from
1: Victoria. From Victoria, the yeah.
0: Vancouver comedian, Vancouver slash Victoria comedian.
1: No, I live in Vancouver. That's, that's where I am now. Yeah. I've been there for almost a year and a half. Um, but it was kind of temporary up until about a month ago. Uh, When I got my permanent job in Vancouver. Ah, So now I am 100% there. But I will still come back because I have family and friends here. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can come back and do... And And Victoria Tonight. Yeah, Spots. Yeah, Victoria Tonight is the
0: show you do in Victoria. That's right, talk show. Mm -hmm. It's Patrick Boyle and Shane Priestley.
1: Uh, yeah, and you run a couple of open mics
0: in Vancouver?
1: That's right. A Tuesday night, it's called the Marathon Mic. Uh, it starts at 10 o'clock and goes till whenever. So the latest we've gone is 1.30, so a okay. three-and-a-half-hour show <laughs> at a bar downtown Vancouver at the Blarney Stone. I run it with a guy named Sanong, and uh, it's a blast. It's a good time. Actually, some people uh, from Victoria have gone over there and done it. Mm-hmm. Um, who, who, who? Who? Elliot Ryan did it. Steve McMath, cool. Chelsea Upoff, and uh, Evan Mumford. I don't think you did. I have not no. been, yeah, I've not done anything in Vancouver lately. And, uh, as well, Ben Fawcett. Oh, yeah, 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 Ben Fawcett. Yeah. Cool. So, that's the one on Tuesday, and on Wednesday I help out at one. It's uh, called Stand Up and Deliver. It's an earlier show. hmm And uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's at a place called Seven Dining Lounge. It was previously called the Cosmic Zoo and the Hannesy. Um that that's where the Sunday service in Vancouver actually used to be. I don't know if you know them. I I don't. It's a big improv thing at the Fox oh, Theater okay. now. Yeah. They're hilarious. But they used to be in the smaller venue. Um so yeah. I do those two shows and then try and do as many right. spots as possible. As many yeah so you're yeah, you're a stand up comedian. A like pure
0: stand up nothing else.
1: Can't do it. <laughs> just stand-up. I uh, Improv m- makes me cringe. Okay. Yeah, because most of the time it's just shit, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and
1: uh, it's far too positive for me. Too? Oh, okay. You know, but, as in, like, you like to go dark? Well, I mean, I like to go dark, sure. But yeah. positive and, like, a supportive thing, right? There's oh, no... Support, yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's the worst. You don't see that in stand-up. But, uh, yeah, improv is all, you know, helping each other out and yes-anding and... A no stop kind of guy. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. No. No. This is stupid. You dumbass. I don't want a ladle and everything. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just stand up. That's it.
0: Okay. That's awesome. Uh, oh yeah. What elementary school did you go to? Just Oakland's. Oakland's.
1: Right in Fernwood. Yeah. In Fernwood. Okay.
0: And you went to, to Esquimalt.
1: I went to Esquimalt High. Okay. That's right. Okay. And uh, yeah. So Oakland's then Esquimalt. Okay. And, and what it.
0: year did you graduate? 03. 03, okay.
1: What about you? Uh, 2000. So. Ah, where'd you go to school?
0: Uh, I went to elementary and and junior high at uh, Christian School, which I don't know if it still exists. It's called Trinity Christian School. Ah, is that and like Lighthouse?
1: One of those small ones?
0: Well, yeah, I actually, yeah, I went one year at, at Lighthouse. Yeah. Do yeah. You, do you know about Lighthouse? I do,
1: yeah. <laughs> A couple friends of mine went there.
0: Weird. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. Um, it was. I had, I mean, it was a good time in my life. Uh, that one year I went to Lighthouse, I had some good friends. And good. Yeah. Um, and then I went to Reynolds. And oh, yeah.
1: Reynolds. Reynolds had a good music program, I think. Yeah, I was in the band.
0: What'd you play? I played percussion. Uh, that's not, the electronic drum kit right well, behind us. Yeah, that's, that's other, I don't know who exactly it belongs to in the family, but it's... It's someone's. There's, there's a lot of people in this house, so a lot of... How many people are in the house? Um, I think right now eight. It's so a huge house. Seven or
1: eight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a long driveway. Like, am I? Is, uh, where am I going? Oh, there we go. I see the mailbox with the name on it. Like, okay, that's right. Enter the family compound. But, uh, yeah, so I went to school here. Did, went to UVic. Did okay. my degrees there. Uh,
0: how did you get... like? Oh, what I wanted to ask you is... Sure. Like, your early sets. Like, how did Ugh. you get into comedy
1: and Ugh. what was that like uh <coughs> how, how to say this uh i went to a lot of comedy shows yeah a lot i would go by myself as a myself. fan, as a fan yeah to tons like ratfish and the fourth street cafe when that was going on yeah. um i'm pretty yeah i i saw both darcy and Miles' first sets oh cool. darcy collins and miles anderson yeah that was great um I saw Shane, you know, four years ago. Right? So yeah. he had only been like a year in.
0: Huh.
1: And uh, he was horrible. <laughs> no, he wasn't horrible. But he's way better now, obviously. Time yeah. has work. The one joke though that he told and uh you you'll remember this is that uh seals look would look like dogs in yeah. socks. Dogs in socks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh which is great. And he's been yeah. telling that for years and oh my god. It's 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 hilarious. But, yeah, so I went and checked out a lot of stand-up as a fan for mm-hmm. a long time. And uh, I thought, oh, I kind of want to give this a try, and I don't want to pay cover all the time.
2: Because mm-hmm.
1: that's one thing you you take full advantage of. I know that is if, you're, <laughs> if you go on stage, you usually don't have to pay to go to shows. Yeah. Um, so I would be paying to go to shows every week, and I didn't have to. That works. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, stand-up has been good for
0: me because, well, being out of work for the last few months. Yeah. And uh, it's been good because, yeah, not having money it's like, what am I going to do? Oh, I can always, there's always something I can do because
1: they'll just let me in. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. I hear you went to the, the Halloween party on the weekend? Uh, yeah. And you had five beers? <laughs> yeah. Is that right? Wow. That's uh, living on the edge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I had way too many last night at the show. It's a long open mic last night. Yeah, it? well, let's talk about that. We uh, you hosted. Yeah. yeah. Our ratfish open mic. It was a blast. That was uh, a, a long show. I think it was what twenty-five people signed up doing three minutes, and then you know I think it was seven people dropping in doing more time wow. on top of the list. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great, great people. The regular group of people doing stand up. Some new ones though. I understand, right? Uh, yeah. Um, and obviously some good and some bad. Yeah. And uh, well, the drop-ins were great. I mean, to see Sean Proudlove do his Remembrance Day material is awesome. Yeah.
2: yeah. Awesome. (laughs) And
1: with uh, both Brian O'Gorman and uh, Jock Barrett staying the extra couple days in Victoria after Heckler's this weekend, it was great to see them come in as well. And then everyone preparing for the Laugh Out Loud taping tonight was awesome. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Yeah, who's on that tonight? That's... Um. Uh, oh God, Morgan Cranny. Morgan. I think um, Mike Delamont's hosting it. Uh, Graham Clark will be coming over. Leland Classen, uh, Miles Anderson. I know that Mark uh, Robertson and Shane are also doing spots. But uh, yeah, I forget. Yeah. It's on okay. the Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. You. Can <laughs> I know I'm not going to <laughs> it uh, um, because it's the yeah. Strath tonight. So, which I'm hosting. Okay. Yeah. Cool.
0: Um, you know, I liked what you did at the beginning. Of, I think you told like a cancer joke. Oh, yeah. And for and sure. A, and you're you just straight up with the crowd saying, some of this is going to be really bad. Yeah. You didn't like that. Yeah. <laughs> but get, get used to it.
1: Actually, it wasn't the cancer joke. It was the, uh, it was the professional tanning thing I'm working on and how professional tanning uh, is a lot like baseball and they both had Negro Leagues yeah and uh they didn't like that that much at all, and that's uh, fine, whatever don't like it, but uh get used to it because there's gonna be a lot of shit and It was great then I forget who came up after and ended on a rape joke. It's like, wow well, <laughs> my jokes are are squeaky clean compared to that, right <laughs> but it's yeah, it's interesting you asked about uh you know starting out, and I told uh, probably the darkest jokes in the world mm-hmm. the most offensive stupid and were jokes. they when you started, were they jokes
0: or were they just kind of? I have a funny idea, and we'll see where it goes. They're all you set know. up punch. Okay, so yeah,
1: you, yeah. You started out with strong, basically, with that. Well, not they or weren't good they jokes, weren't good. but that's <laughs> yeah. It's I've always had it's a joke, right? Okay, you know, set up punch it. I, I can't do stories. Yeah, um, they always just meandered in nothingness. Well, you've tried yeah. then. And I, I yeah, like. um yeah, they end up just being shaggy dog stories. Yeah, really, and or jokes, and yeah. and then if the punchline doesn't work, I want to hang myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, it's I've always done set up punch. Now, that's what you kind of do, that right? You you I, think of it as a joke. I try to. Yeah. yeah. I
0: know. I I yeah. have material that I'll bring on stage. Like I don't know where this will go, or. It's well, why, why don't funny. you write it
1: out first? Like what? How? Sometimes I do. Yeah. See, I can't do that. I can't go up with an idea and then just kind of talk it out. Hmm. Because I'm not funny enough to talk it out yeah funny i I'm, no? I'm probably not either, I just well I yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> of it's course, it's to work on i don't know <laughs> but uh well let's let's talk about one of your jokes. you have that sixty nine joke right, yeah, yeah, so that's yeah. you did that yesterday, it worked yeah, well last night. okay uh well, it's the best I've seen it um what is the joke so sixty nine is a weird number for a sexual position right
0: yeah, what like the first, I mean, there's a couple in there. Yeah. There's a couple jokes. The first joke is uh, that it's not comfortable, and there's the analogy of doing two unco- two fun things at the same time that aren't comfortable, uh, like swimming and doing puzzles, but I don't do those at the same time. Now, that's where I'm s- expecting a laugh.
1: Yeah, sure. Swimming and doing puzzles isn't funny enough, though.
0: Okay. It's not goofy enough.
2: Right? Really? Yeah. Because well, uh, I mean, you yeah. you
1: picture someone swimming and doing a puzzle. They can't do it, right? Yeah. To uh, to take it to an even more extreme would be funnier. Like in like just think of some other activities. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, have you I sat down that. and written, like, come up with fifty different activities that paired together and see which ones are funnier? Oh wow! No, I haven't even thought of that. That's yeah. yeah. Why not? If yeah, that's the exercise, that. but that's the part that really appeals to me, though. Is oh, just yeah. sitting down and and writing something out. Not that I have good jokes or anything, but it's it's a fun exercise Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, Yeah, well, I always get – maybe you can can talk to, uh, through this a little bit. I always get a little chuckle. Like at those parts, yeah. I think of them as setting up, and I don't really care about getting laughs. Yeah. I think of them as setups. But I do – I like getting a little reaction. Sure. I always do get something out of that. Because it, it's weird because a guy, it's like he's talking about sex and stuff, and then suddenly shifts over to something like – his other favorite activities, right? Well,
1: it's, a, it's, you know, it could be a misdirection or something, yeah. It gets yeah. A, but it just gets a chuckle, but right? It's, yeah, it's not huge. Which yeah. means your people are paying attention, Yeah. right? Yeah. So keep with it, but just find something that'll get them to laugh at that opportunity or that point, right? Yeah. But yeah, sit down and write out like 50 different pairs of activities. Yeah. And try them all. Because you can get on stage how many times here a week? Well, one for sure,
0: yeah. and then lottery spots and occasional once-a-month open mics and stuff like
1: that. Well, there's a there's another open mic starting in January, right? Once a week.
0: Uh, yeah, the Mint. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Eric's room, which will be interesting to see how he monetizes it somehow. But yeah, that'll be nice to have two two spots to go to and do a week. Yeah, yeah, that'll be good. Yeah,
0: and uh, at this. Like, I was thinking, I, I've talked back and forth about um, whether I should be worried about only doing one spot a week, Wh- but, like, this early into doing stand-up, one, is mo- one week is enough. Well, no. But, I mean, if that's
1: all you can do, then it's the best you can do, right? Like, yeah. you're not getting, you're not going to go up every Thursday at the book show, right? Right, yeah. But if you can only go up once, then you've got to make sure you do it. And yeah, then the yeah. occasional strath. Open mic, right? Which yeah. you'll go to, and the mint when that starts. But uh, yeah, I go to. I, I'll do you know six seven spots a week, which uh, most of them are all open mic spots, of course, but a couple book shows mm-hmm. a week as well. Cool. But it makes a big difference for sure, because you can that that's equivalent to seven weeks, right? Getting up once a week.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh Not. Nec- well, it is. I mean, it's time. Yeah. It's
1: time. Yeah. yeah. But it allows you to work something through, and over seven weeks, that's seven spots you can do here, at three minutes, where you can do seven five-minute spots a week. Hmm. So you can really power through your stuff if you wanted to, and work on it. Yeah. Uh, which I think being in Vancouver is probably the best thing, is being able to get up however many times I want in a week until my body burns out, <laughs> yeah. which is great.
0: Yeah, Uh, well, we, um, I think we first interacted, well, you and I, I think we first interacted at one of the open mics you were hosting
1: at Stone's Throw in Victoria. I think so, sure. Oh, yeah, that was uh, fun. Yeah. Yeah, but we also, we've interacted on Reddit and Facebook. Yeah, more so on Facebook when I comment on you posting (laughs) this podcast and uh, pick out the nuggets of things that you say that I think are pretty funny. (laughs) Like, uh, I tell bits, you know, just stuff like that. Yeah, Yeah. it's, oh, man. And I have to start timestamping these things because uh, I know people have said, like, you've got to tell me where this is in the video. Uh, yeah. But yeah. then people won't listen to the whole thing, and I don't want that. I want people well, to listen.
0: Yeah, no, I'll, I'll,
1: take, uh, yeah, I'll take people, like, picking out. Well, um, I'm going to do it anyway.
2: <laughs> right? But, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: on Reddit sometimes we'll interact, but not a huge yeah, amount. No, yeah, no. You know. But, yeah, I've,
0: I've seen you put, like, your people, they kind of know you for saying keep going up. That's it, yeah. That, that mantra. And, I mean, other people, have. I don't know if you were the first one to, do, to say that, but other people sort of pick it up
1: and... Almost uh, exclusively, it. that's the only thing I said on there for a long time. Yeah. Because <laughs> it used to be, the our stand-up thread used to just be people posting their stupid first-time videos all the time. Like, why are you doing it? Yeah. It's like, I'm not posting any videos. And there's a reason why, because it's shit. And you, you yeah. look for advice on how to do everything better. <laughs> like, that's the... And the only way that'll happen is if you keep doing it, right? Yeah. And yeah, obviously, people have got pretty salty about it, though, right? Like Sometimes. Yeah, there's been whole threads like, fuck you, kind of thing, right? But uh, um, they're wrong, really, because what other piece of advice is there? You know, someone... If you ask someone for advice and they haven't seen you or know you, mm. what do you want? Yeah. Well, yeah, you've got to be you. you got to be... Because, yeah, if you're...
0: I think I talked about this before, but it's, this advice came through Doug Stanhope from someone else, but it, the fact that if you give someone advice or if you take someone's yeah. advice, you're becoming more like them.
1: Exactly. The advice you're giving them is to be more like you or how yeah. to be more like you because what you're thinking, right? I mean, there's obviously a difference in getting you know, someone's perspective on a joke. Like, yeah. I'm working on this joke, and you go form it. What did you think? Like, do you have any notes for me? Because then you know right off the top it's like, well, I'm asking you for specific advice on this one joke, and then you might get a new angle on it or whatever. But in the end, that's up to you. But to just ask for general advice, it's mm. the dumbest thing in the world. Yeah, because what's the point? <laughs> I mean, aside from moving the mic stand, what else is there? And even yeah. that, I didn't. I used the mic stand the whole night yesterday. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, between every of the 35 people who went on stage or whatever, 32 people, whatever it was, <laughs> it was all on the mic stand. Yeah. Who cares? In the end it doesn't matter. Nor MacDonald uses a mic stand. He plans yeah. himself, which is cool.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> but uh yeah, so on Reddit that's that's a, a fun thing to do for sure. All
0: right. Um what about uh you talked about you uh improv being positivity and supportive, I guess. But I think in you I, I see like there is an element of support and in like uh helping I don't know what you promote other comics or, well, also in shows that you're on and you put them on shows and stuff. Sure, yeah. Uh, Yeah, do you see your role as, like, um, promoting or uh, helping or uh,
1: boosting other people? Uh, Not really boosting people, but, you know, you make friends with people and you want to see your friends succeed, right? Yeah. Um, And you want to contribute positively to people's development and being who they are. Um, I just how that compares to improv is there's no drive to get better at improv because it's all ah, you yeah. come up with yeah. it at, uh, on the spot where you're you know, it's supposed to come across like that. But we both know how much improv is actually rehearsed, right? Uh, so you see people before an improv show going through their games like what you're just preparing yourself for what you're going to say on stage, it's just a lie, but <laughs> uh. Yeah, it's and that differs from stand-up, which is more you have to get where you are in your own merits. Mm-hmm. And people aren't going to give you a pass. But in improv, people are going to give you a pass because they think you're coming up with it right away. It's like, oh, it's on the top of your mind. And then you just say something absurd, and people are going to laugh at it. Mm-hmm. But absurd comedy usually is bullshit. Yeah.
0: That, yeah, it can be.
1: Usually. I mean, if
0: it gets a laugh, I'm... I gotta give it to them. Absolutely,
1: right? yeah. But how many times have I heard someone just do disconnected one liner jokes and it bombs? There's a lot. It
0: happens, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Because they're shitty jokes, I guess. There are people who do that though. Some people do it well. I there's a bunch of amateurs who who can tell those jokes. I mean that's more my own personal preference. I don't like absurd jokes that much. Okay.
0: Yeah, your jokes are they're they're dark and dirty, but they're yeah, they're definitely coherent and they have sort of you're saying something usually.
1: There's a flow to it, yeah. And they're, da- I mean, they're 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 not really dirty. My jokes aren't dirty. Okay. Like, no, I don't no. tell shit jokes, That's for true. example, right? I'm not doing that. I don't tell like crazy sex jokes or anything. Well, I do, but I, not often. But there are definitely on the darker end of things, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's quite different than it used to be on the darker end of things. Okay. Yeah. I used to tell us the worst joke. I remember James Ball one day at Ratfish. Uh, he's like, uh, Sam, do you uh, fuck kids? i like, no. He's like, well, maybe you shouldn't joke about it. I'm like, all right. That was a big turning point. I'm like, oh, because that's all I talked about was fucking kids for a long time. Um, which it doesn't get you anywhere except for a reputation for having sex with children, uh, which is false. I don't do that. But... Uh, yeah, so I'm not anywhere near as dark as that. Okay. Yeah. But I will tell a cancer joke because it works. I guess laughs. Which is all that matters.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh so what how long is that then that you've been doing stand up? Like Um
1: It's not that long. Uh, when did I start? March twenty fifth, twenty thirteen. Okay. So yeah, two and a half cool. years. Yeah. Well, kind of two and a half. So I did it then, and then I didn't go up again till June. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Now, do you still... You said you think of your stuff as shit still. Or of course, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it's... I mean, sometimes it can do very well. Sometimes it can't. But it's... I know that in a year, I'll look back and be like, what was I saying?
0: And that mm-hmm. kind of mentality,
1: yeah. it's always going to be there. I look it back at what I did at the beginning of this year, and it's miles behind where i'm at right now Hmm. which i mean that's always the way it's going to be if you work at it is you're going to improve over time so i know that in a year this is going to be garbage yeah so i may as well already know it's garbage okay sure i mean that doesn't mean i stop telling it because it's the best that i have yeah yeah. but that doesn't mean it makes you laugh yeah exactly yeah Which is one thing i well i won't tell a joke that doesn't make me laugh if i write it and it makes me laugh i'll want to tell it but if I read a joke that doesn't make me laugh, um, uh, why would I tell it? It's no fun. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So two and a half years. Okay. I started with uh, Drew Ferens. We were we went up very similar times. Oh yes. Yeah. 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 Same cohort. <laughs> uh.
0: Yeah. Like I I will read over sometimes read over my material for the night. Yeah. And I I take it as a good sign if I'm laughing making myself laugh like <laughs> sitting you know before, like 7.15 or whatever. Yeah, sure. And I'd be laughing at my own jokes. Uh, It doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to work for everyone, but... (laughs) As long as...
1: I mean, the end goal is that you're not the only one laughing at your joke, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's the starting point, is if you write a joke that makes you laugh, you know there's something in that joke, right? Yeah. Like, there's something there. You had to find something funny. And if it doesn't work on stage, that doesn't mean that it's it's not a funny idea You just haven't communicated it properly
0: yeah yeah the right way
1: yet you yeah. know it's like these uh i know people have like there's a workshop kind of thing going on before shows here right well for there was yeah. yeah maybe
0: we'll start it again, up again
1: but it's like there's it's pretty those things are kind of risky cuz uh especially when there's a bunch of people there who who don't haven't been doing comedy for a long time for example right yeah um they may be quick to say that's that's not funny, and you'll ditch the premise, which you saw something funny in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You shouldn't ditch any premise that you think is funny. Right. You should probably ditch the punchline. Yeah. You know, yeah. change that up. But that's that's yeah, that's a problem with all these. I've workshops. never
0: yeah I've never thrown out like deleted I mean or th- yeah deleted from a computer or thrown out notes or I've always kept them and been like well maybe I can still use this in the future I know some I've seen some people on stage saying nope that joke is gone out of here like if something yeah it's just
1: weak though yeah that's that you're selling out your joke for a laugh Mm. are you trying to tell me they won't tell it the next week how many times have you seen people say oh that's shit you know and then tell the same joke the next week Mm. yeah you know it's it's, it's a cheap laugh yeah and uh, we know many people who do that yeah one two. I can think of people. I won't say their names, even though they want me to say their names. But uh, you don't do that that much, though. Uh, well,
0: I don't think I've done that as far as commenting on like what I'm gonna, like what I'm. I guess that, that's another thing that we do sometimes on stage is saying, "Oh, now I'm doing this material." That means I said last night. I said something like, "Oh, I'm going to do some old material for you." That's something I rarely will say on stage. Is like yeah. I'm doing this. And so it's once in a while, I suppose it's okay. But, yeah, I don't want to be all about, you know, oh, you
1: know, what's in my notebook and flip through the notebook. And sure. Something you it. want to be prepared, right? Yeah. I mean, an open mic, fine. You have your notebook. It doesn't matter. Sure. But what gets me is if you're on a book show and you have your notebook, yeah. you're flipping through your notebook <laughs> on a book show. Come on. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've, I've seen funny people do that. But, yeah, I, I'd rather you, you didn't. You have to be at a certain point, though, to get away with it. Okay, yeah. Like, Sean Proudlove can go up with a notebook mm-hmm. and be the funniest guy you'll ever see. Yeah. yeah. And he's kind of he just, he's earned the right to use his notebook, you know? Sure. But if yeah. you have worked hard to do your seven-minute spot, get a seven-minute spot, get a five-minute spot somewhere, and you need your notebook, I you know, take the leap and get rid of it and know your jokes. Like hmm Like, I've, I've uh, booked shows that... Um, People have gone on, and they're trying new material on a book show. Mm. Yeah. So why are you doing that? I mean, you're barely funny enough to get on the book show. What are you doing? <laughs> right? Like, mm-hmm. you, you want to make people laugh. Yeah. yeah but, uh, yeah, it's a, that can be very frustrating. But, yeah, so it's that you just want to be prepared, right? And you don't want to meta comment on your stuff. and. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of the same way. I mean, there's an open mic in Vancouver that I'll go to that is just... A shit show, and uh, I never do well at it. I, there's one open mic I never do well at in Vancouver, oh. and uh, mostly because uh, I psych myself out before it all the time. Okay, <laughs> like oh I'm not gonna do well, I'm not gonna do well, or I'm gonna go out and do I'm gonna go out and do uh, you know some real material that I know has worked before and it just bombs. <laughs> like this sucks. But uh, then I will comment. I'll sell any joke out for a laugh in that. Okay. Violent. But I hate doing it. <laughs> it makes me feel so cheap.
0: Yeah. Are uh, open mics in Vancouver, what's the difference? Like, Ratfish is its own special thing, right? It was.
1: It's an anomaly. Yeah. Last night, well, there were, what, 30 covers there, plus all the comics? It was packed. Yeah. I think the uh, average attendance, non-comic attendance at an open mic in Vancouver is probably five to ten. Yeah.
0: Well we people. we have
1: those probably more often at Ratfish. We have those
0: 5 to 10 yeah, non-comics. But yeah, last night was pretty was packed p-
1: more than usual. Yeah. yeah. And that'll change in the new year. It'll get that busy again once everyone has to cross doing stand up off their bucket list. <laughs> You always get that January February bump, right? Oh yeah, and people yeah. doing it. But uh how how does it differ? Uh they start later. In Vancouver, the oh, yeah. yeah, ours is at ten. There's uh, one, the one on Sunday starts usually at like nine thirty or ten o'clock. Yeah, there's a couple on a Thursday. Ones at seven. Ones at nine thirty. Yeah. Well, there's
0: like around Hecklers. There's really there's not really too many next destinations as far as like I guess you can go to another bar or something, but there's there's not
1: a lot of stuff around there. Ah, uh, Vancouver has more. There's more options. Yeah, because it's yeah. huge. But no, there's like my bar and stuff. You want to go hear some blues or something, some jazz? Mm-hmm. Maybe not jazz. But yeah, there's nothing. It's in an odd location, that's for sure. But it's good. Then you have people who want to go to that show being there, mm-hmm. having a cover charge is very helpful. Yeah, yeah. In it's that respect.
0: Yeah, they made a point of I'm going to go to Hecklers and see some comedy. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah or Ratfishes. Yeah. Upstairs at Hecklers. Upstairs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, did we like I thought i heard overheard something about a a guest like in the hotel complaining, did you hear about that yeah,
1: sure, I uh, they're probably um, too loud, yeah, yeah, at ten thirty <laughs> like, no, oh. shut up, that can be too loud, that's stupid,
0: do you ever like uh running shows and stuff does that ever get to you, or bother you, or you just shrug it off like oh, wow. well
1: if that if that kind of complaint happened, yeah. Well, the shows I'm involved in I wouldn't be a complainer. either they're not in a hotel. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a one dedicated venue and one is upstairs in the shittiest location possible. And it's a very hard room to do. Okay. But yeah. It's like uh the size of this room we're in right now with okay. open air access to a bar that's blaring music down below. Oh boy. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> tough. But it's so relaxed. Right, and people pay attention, so it's great.
0: Have you ever been to Paparazzi, the club in Victoria?
1: It's on The comedy? For comedy there? Well, or they, yeah, they had
0: an open mic there not long ago. I mean, I've been
1: to the gay bar before. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Many if years ago. I don't know if they've done comedy before. No. And it might have been the first one they've ever Let's
1: done. Let's just say I haven't gone there for comedy. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um it was, it was really cool they, they jammed some car- chairs kind of into the I guess it's a dance floor usually oh sure they jammed all yeah. these chairs in there so they probably could fit about 30 audience members and then there's the rest of the bar and, and whatever but it really seemed to work really well Sup- oh. I was surprised at how like how that worked with
1: that was Eric's doing?
0: Uh, oh it must have been yeah. yeah yeah I saw him a lot so.
1: so. yeah I mean any of that uh, you want to do it in a bar you gotta do a show in a bar, right? Yeah. I mean what, you want to do it in a library or a coffee shop. I don't, have you ever done the Monday night Diana Cooch's show here? Uh no. Yeah, it's a good thing. It's in a mm-hmm. it's in a coffee shop and you get heckled by the old ladies knitting in the front. <laughs> uh, you won't get that at paparazzi. And that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, that reminds me of uh, actually in a you know in a dance club or whatever, Shane and I did a show up island. Uh, a few months ago, back in March, we were, I was hosting and Shane was middling and Dino Archie was headlining. Mm. And we were up at a JJ's showroom in Campbell River. And uh, that's a strip club, right? All right. And we were in the round where the strippers are where the poles and everything. That's where we were performing. <laughs> and a big table of bikers in one corner and a bunch of like younger, coked up, drunk people all around the table. And uh, it was a horrible show. Um, you know, when I was on the the <coughs> mic, crapped out a bunch. No one heard my jokes; was getting no response. I ended up getting some reaction by trolling around on the stripper poles and just being an idiot. Huh. Um, yeah, and then Shane came up and did his time ish and uh, ended early, and then I came up. But so bar shows can work great, and they can also be absolute failures. Right. But yeah. uh Yeah. It's probably not a good story. <laughs> I just wanted to call Shane out for doing seven minutes of a twenty minute set. <laughs> on on the podcast. That's it. Hi Shane. Uh Hacklers is a good club. It's a oh, very yeah. good club. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome to see. Uh it, they're in a great position of being able to get in the the yuck yucks or, you know, independent acts can go there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, which is great because they have a better access to everybody.
0: Oh, that's fantastic.
1: Yeah, and it's, you know, what, 160 people, 170 people in there?
0: Something like that, And yeah. it's
1: packed, and the crowds are there to see comedy. Yeah. And uh, it's great, yeah. yeah. It's a great venue to watch and perform at. Everybody speaks very highly of it.
0: Yeah, uh, uh how does it compare to what is in Vancouver?
1: Well, I mean, there's, well, there's three clubs in Vancouver, right? There's Yuck Yucks... And then the comedy mix, and then oh, and New Westminster is laugh lines. Yeah. Um, laugh lines is weird. Uh, it's just like a big old showroom, you know, with round tables, and just, it doesn't work. Mm. But Hecklers isn't a comedy club. You know, it's a, it's a sports bar that has a really good comedy show. Yeah, on the Friday and Saturday nights. Whereas the comedy mix, which is probably the best venue in Vancouver, is a straight-up comedy club. Mm, yeah. And same with Yuck Yucks. I mean, I like the Yuck Yucks room better because there's no columns or site kind of issues. It's oh, just yeah. one black box room, right? Yeah. Which is cool, but uh, Heckler's has great crowds and gets great acts. Which is really what matters, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah and you go down every week and pretty much check it out. Yeah,
0: try to make it every, uh, twice a week if I can.
1: Yeah, because yeah, to see those subtle differences on a Friday and Saturday show is yeah. great to see. Um, but yeah, you, you just like, sit at the comics table, all right? Well, I've, I've kind of
0: moved around. And because uh, I only, like, you know, six months into or yeah. six seven months into being in comedy, I still don't know where I'm supposed to be.
1: Well, yeah. Like, yeah, I see what you mean.
0: Um, but I do like the comics table because sometimes I can chat to whoever's there, the comics, and learn something, or just
1: just listen, of, man. Yeah, to see what it's like. Just listen. Yeah, like you'll learn the most by just listening. Yeah, like you know, don't don't ask for advice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but just yeah, you hear them talking, and it's it's awesome. The stuff you can learn from it, it's being like immersing yourself in that environment goes a long way.
0: Yeah. And they like at Heckler's, they wouldn't. I mean, I guess if I paid for a ticket, I could get a
1: front seat. So I've never really sat up front.
0: Well, you're so you're not a big t-
1: laugher though. You don't want to sit up front. That's true. Yo, yeah. that's horrible. <laughs> I at Ratfish a couple times. I I will do that. No, it's it's just like throws everyone off. It's like uh, you know you've done Ratfish and Open Mike and the front has no one in it yeah like i'd rather have no one sitting in in front than than one person just sitting yeah than you just sitting there and like kind of staring and smiling if you think something's funny because you're thinking about it right yeah but no sit in the back (laughs)
0: it's
1: the best view and then you can see how they interact with anyone who isn't you yeah okay yeah yeah uh, yeah. (laughs) i like sitting at the front for a long time when i was watching a bunch of stuff but i don't i don't ever want to sit in the front again.
0: Um, I think, well, maybe this, maybe I'm, I'm pumping myself up too much, but I think I have a good sense of, well, I mean, who doesn't, a sense of what's funny, and
1: I think I laugh at good jokes. Yeah, sure. So you, know, you find funny, what? well, you find something funny, you're going to laugh at it, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's your sense of humor, and that's yeah. uniquely you, but you're not a, yeah, which is fine. Yeah.
0: I guess there, I mean, we, we have crowds sometimes that'll just laugh all night at they might
1: be high or something too, but yeah, yeah they'll just laugh at anything. They'll but laugh at anything, yeah. and those are you know you don't learn anything from that, right? Yeah, I guess what makes uh, if you're not learning. Last night, for example, you're not learning much doing that in a packed open mic where people are laughing at everything, because mm-hmm. um, you don't have to work for it.
0: Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. So you put in the hard work to get into the comedy club, right? To go on stage there. And then the crowd is the easiest crowd,
0: right? Because mm. you've put yeah. in all
1: the work and you know what you're doing, and you can just make it work, yeah. which is fantastic. I but yeah, so yeah, it's fun. Sit at the back. Don't intimidate people by sitting in the front and not laughing. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting though. You like you're, you know what's funny, and uh, I mean we all know what's funny to ourselves. Mm-hmm. But I used to really like people like Jim Jeffries, for example. And I just don't want to listen to it because I oh, don't find yeah. it funny anymore. Yeah, it's too base in a lot of ways. For like, I I've become more sophisticated in what I think is funny, and so much of what he says is just shock for shock's sake, right? Yeah, which isn't funny.
2: Yeah,
1: I don't think it's funny. I think it's boring. Sure. Yeah.
0: I, yeah. I, th- I think I see that. Um. I don't know if if I definitely you know hate things that I used to like. Um, but I know there's tastes that people say are funny. Like, uh, well, this just goes around a bit, but Lenny Bruce is often talked about as
1: he was of his time, mm-hmm. and people nowadays like they don't they don't get it. They don't get it. No, I, I mean the best time capsule is looking at. Uh, all the young comedian specials, you know, from the 80s and into the 90s and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Have you ever just sat down and watched those on YouTube? Well, do you mean like Dice?
0: and? Uh, or yeah, well,
1: on that special is a big one, right, where it was Dice and uh, it was Louis Anderson was on that one. It was at Dangerfields, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's like the ninth annual when really it was like the first one. <laughs> but um, you watch those and some of them are so dated, Right yeah. and just not funny anymore. Yeah. But you listen to you, how the audience and sure it was sweetened. Obviously fake laughs are put in there, but they did fine. Mm-hmm. But to see like Barry Sobel do a rap, that's yeah, not, not funny, man. That's not funny. Or to see Bob Nelson come out as the football player, right? It's, like, it's not good. <laughs> this isn't good comedy. But at the time, it was funny. Yeah. And yeah, you go listen to Lenny Bruce right now, and it's not funny so what he says fuck <laughs> hey, who cares right like it doesn't matter now but a- at the time he was doing something that no one had done at such a large scale right Yep. yeah yeah so who are your favorite comics you go back like of all time oh yeah Who would you put as like, in your top five
0: well so I, this
1: is a question i ask myself all the time
0: yeah and it's uh i don't know if i have enough like if i've watched enough on youtube to to really give a good answer um i like uh
1: i like jay leno um you like jay leno because you're the only guy actually you are probably the only person i've heard say they like jay leno oh yeah aside from myself i love jay leno i absolutely love leno I think he's one of the funniest guys. His 80s material, like when he was the top comic working in the world, is the best. He is so funny. Huh,
0: okay.
1: Yeah. Um, that's interesting. I'm, I'm Yeah, Leno, great, good. Did you grow up watching The Tonight Show then with Leno? Uh,
0: yeah, I, well, uh, yeah, in college I would watch The Tonight
1: Show followed by Conan. Yeah, sure, yeah. That, that's for me. I, I was never big into Letterman. Which just means that anyone listening to this right now thinks we're both fucking idiots, <laughs> but uh, that's okay. I mean, I like Letterman well enough, but I always thought he was—he wasn't that funny.
0: But I mean, some of what he did was funny.
1: Sure, yeah. yeah.
0: So you got Leno. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Who else do I like? Um, well, I should—I should mention Jerry Seinfeld because Jerry Seinfeld was the first uh, thing that I found funny. That wasn't a cartoon. Sure. Like, growing up. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like. Uh, and that would be the Seinfeld show. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I, from there I would try and... Uh, well, I didn't get much access to his stand-up until
1: YouTube came out. So, but, yeah. Well, that's is great. You know, I'm telling you for the last time or whatever. It has the funniest intro to any stand-up special. The funeral is just great. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when, <laughs> when Gary Shandling fakes being upset, you know. It's, oh, it's so good. Okay, so we got Seinfeld, and Lano. Oh, yeah, all these TV guys. But yeah, that's I guess that's just what I've watched.
0: Um, uh, oh, I l- love Craig Ferguson. Um, all right, from mainly from his monologues, but I've caught a bit of his stand-up too.
1: Yeah, sure, he's very a, funny guy. Yeah, yeah, really good. Interesting personal story as well. Being um,
0: drunk. And I like some British comedians. Um, the first. Let's see stand up that wasn't sort of Jerry Seinfeld that I was like oh this is really funny was Eddie Izzard Yeah sure um yeah, I really like that and somebody else that was British although not um what's his name not the absurd guy
1: or the what, um, Stuart Lee or something Yeah I yeah, yeah. like Stuart Lee Well
0: I I mean maybe but maybe I just haven't watched enough of well, his Billy Connolly um, oh, yeah, well, Billy Connolly, yeah, he really makes me laugh, yeah, it's a guy who does a three hour show, right, yeah, you know, he just talks he's, for yeah ever. i and might be just his accent, but he's he's also just yeah, really funny
1: he he's well, he's really funny <laughs> and engaging, yeah, and uh, yeah, his accent doesn't hurt at all, yeah. that's for sure, yeah, well, that's yeah, that's so an interesting, uh, group. Made a few, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, I'll sh- I share Leno, absolutely. I think he was one of the funniest guys. Um, Gary Shandling, for me, is probably my in my top two, you know. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Sweet with the Larry Sanders show, I think, was unbelievable. And his stand-up. It's, he has um, an HBO special on live in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. It's on YouTube, and it's so funny. It's all this classic stuff. And you go see his first Carson clip, and it just was hilarious and it, and it still holds up in a lot of ways because it's it, it's not as dated a delivery it's that kind of nervous richard lewis ass kind of neurotic yeah. jew which is still around right now um so that's leno and chandling uh dennis miller right out there i love dennis mm-hmm. miller mm-hmm. uh black and white mr miller goes to washington are two of the finest specials ever made And even his new stuff, I don't care what you think about his politics. He can write a fucking joke. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, it's most America 180, which is pretty much just him shitting on Nancy Pelosi the whole time. Still had some great jokes in it. Uh, Yeah. Then Rodney Dangerfield. I like Rodney a lot. Mm -hmm. It's probably my first person I really knew. Like, okay, this clued in. This clued in. That's why I wanted to. That's why I wrote one-liners you know set up punch yeah because rodney's my favorite
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and uh to round that out i'd probably that five spot is tough you know roseanne is unbelievable oh yeah unbelievable yeah Uh, alan is hilarious uh yeah a lot of comedians yeah i'm a big fan of old comedy yeah like i've spent a lot of time watching a lot of comedy and uh so you don't do
0: that well, I mean, I, I try to. I mean, I'm catching up, sort of, because I wasn't a comedy... I wasn't really... I mean, everybody loves comedy, but I, yeah, sort of, like, you know, it's in the culture. So you watch TV. I watched Seinfeld and... Oh, sure. ...and everything. Yeah. But, yeah, I wasn't a real... I wasn't a comedy fan. I didn't even think of it as, like, oh, yeah, I'm into comedy until about this year, basically. I was like, I'm going to get into it. So you're
1: playing catch-up.
0: Yeah, I feel like it, yeah. Um, and I guess... Because I guess that's a weird place to come from, because you came from being definitely a fan
1: before. Yeah. Oh, big time, sure. And then,
0: and then now, okay, now I can try it. Now. Yeah,
1: you know, and I, I remember the first set I did, it was just horrendous. <laughs> it was a TV clean-themed ratfish night, and I took bullet. <laughs> I think the best joke I told in that and it's shit was uh, the most intimate time I had with my girlfriend was me holding her hair back when she was throwing up in the toilet. The premise was I was dating an alcoholic. I was like, it's, it's just shit. Yeah. It's garbage, right? Yeah. yeah. it's garbage. But I did it, and that's what mattered. Yeah. Did you... It was three minutes then, too, right? Or was it... Yeah, it was three yeah. minutes. Yeah. Three-minute open mic. And two and a half years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So not that long ago. I'm still very
0: new at this, you know. Uh, some people bring their friends when they do, like, their first show or whatever.
1: Yeah, I brought my girlfriend at the time. Okay, yeah. Which wasn't great. <laughs> yeah. So was that joke about her or I No, know, no, it was about an earlier girlfriend. Yeah, it was all made up too, really. Yeah, okay. Like well, it wasn't, she was an alcoholic. But I tend to make up a lot of my stuff. That's all sure. You know, I mean some people will talk from their experience more than anything else. Uh, I tend to just make up stories. <laughs> Yeah, but so I got to take a step back, though. Is why aren't you spending all of your free time on YouTube watching as much comedy as possible? Well, it's uh, <laughs> a good question. Maybe I should be. Um, yeah, I mean, you don't. You, a musician will listen to music, right? Yeah, you got to yeah. know what other people are doing to know how to do it right. That's a, I think a big problem with not that you're doing it, but to only watch. People do a mediocre job, as in going to open mics. Yeah. If that's the comedy you consume, you're never going to get to where you can be, because you got to watch people do really well.
0: Yeah. So, well, yeah. Uh, I I do watch comedy on YouTube. and I'm,
1: Yeah, what do you spend, how can. much time do you spend but on it? Well, it's, I don't know, an hour a day or something. An like hour a day? Okay, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. I don't, not many people do that much, but you're unemployed. <laughs> but, yeah, for the... See, so yeah. sit down and like you've watched all the Conan spots that everyone had, right? All those five-minute spots. Uh, well, not everyone, but uh, yeah, a lot of those. Maybe like yeah. forty on YouTube or something yeah. right now. Yeah. I just watch them all.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, and then all the specials that are on there. Um. Yeah, I haven't watched.
0: Uh, well, I. have watched a few specials. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I guess there's different levels because hecklers is another level. Oh, hecklers is great. That's where um, you're gonna see a lot. They, they will be pros. Yeah, oh yeah. And it will be live. So that's different. Yeah. So so I think I I get a range of yeah and it's nice to see people do open mics because it's nice to see the path from like you can see their stepping stones between here and
1: I guess TV's. yeah I don't know <laughs> it's weird Victoria's very weird for that it's like so there's ratfish Monday and then a book show on Thursday with the select show which always gets me when everyone goes to another town It's like, oh, is this a select show? It's like, no, it's nothing. I've never heard anything called a fucking select show before, (laughs) aside from Ratfish, which is just a book show. But what other shows are there to do other than, like, what other non-open mic shows are there to do in town? Oh, well, uh... There's the Strap once a month. There's Northern Quarter once a month. Uh, Well, we're going to have
0: Yuck Yucks. I don't know what's going to happen there.
1: Yeah, that's going to be interesting if they even have a pro-am night or something. But mm. that's like two shows a month, aside from Ratfish, right? Mm. Yeah. Not not much room to stretch there. That's true, yeah. So where what's the stepping stone in Victoria then?
0: Oh, well, I don't know.
1: Maybe,
0: yeah, maybe I'm running out of stepping stones. I don't know. Well, no, you,
1: you've barely started stepping. You, mm-hmm. you know, you've only been doing it for a few months, right? No, I
0: mean, like, uh, stepping
1: stones that I can see. Like oh, yeah. Well, you just got to do a lot of spots, yeah. as many as you can get on. Yeah. It'll be nice again when the open mic opens up in January. But the best thing I've done for comedy was move to Vancouver. Okay. Did you make that decision for comedy, or just... No, I got a job. Yeah, it's just for the job, okay. Well, it, I mean... There's a reason why I look for jobs in Vancouver. Yeah. You know, because it allows me to go up, I think I've like 240 sets this year or something <laughs> in 2015, which is impossible in Victoria. Yeah. You know, even if you're on every show, you can't do that. Yeah, that's true. And that just, it's uh, it's so much fun. How has it been like the community? How have you found that kind of, you've been doing it seven months.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I, yeah, I I find I, like, everybody's friendly, willing to talk to me, yeah. Um, it's, it's been good. Um, nice people. Uh, and, uh, yeah. I, I think, you know, still sort of making friends with some people. and Sort of getting more comfortable with certain people. Some people are faster to open up than others. Of course, yeah, Uh, yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, and... Facebook all like everybody
1: just adds you. I mean that, that's something I <laughs> so weird, so weird. It's like I I have a bunch of friend requests from people I've never met before. Like I'm why am I going to confirm this? I don't know <laughs> you. Right? Yeah, so you're friends with everyone on Facebook, which means nothing, really, right? right? Yeah. That's it's interesting. All right. who are your favorite two top two top three comics in Victoria? Oh yeah, I didn't I Who are yours? That. Who are mine? Yeah. Okay. Let's start with that.
0: Um, hmm. Okay. I, I've kind of answered this before, but I I think Sean and Shane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And number three, probably
1: Darcy. Sure. I'm gonna. I'll answer the three as you know Shane, Miles, and Darcy, because Sean is doesn't matter. He's okay. Too good. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, it's... Those three have been, you know, the three in Victoria for a couple of years. And I don't know. I don't see enough to know who's coming up behind them, right? Yeah,
0: well, uh, yeah, I see a lot of people do funny stuff and good stuff. Um, I want Chelsea to succeed. Did you see... Yeah, you saw Chelsea last night. And you've seen Chelsea Lou. Yeah, I don't know if I was paying attention during it. I, I don't know if she did. Yeah, I think she has an episode where she was shitting blood.
1: Oh, yeah, so I heard that. At gross. all the open yeah.
0: mics, we got to hear the next chapter.
1: <laughs> oh, that's... <laughs> i oh, so alt. So <laughs> alt. What is your stance on alt comedy?
0: Alt comedy. Um, yeah, I, ha- I haven't really figured out what I think of alt
1: comedy. I think it's just more comedy at this yeah. point. Yeah, okay. Just, um, that's a very healthy way to look at it as well, mm-hmm. you know, like not pigeonholing... Uh, you know, subset of comedy. Yeah, you're just consuming it for comedy's sake, right? Yeah,
0: I know. There's sometimes people will do something unfunny in the name of it being alt.
1: Just fucking bullshit. <laughs> you see that a lot? Do people do that? Like say something ironically and it just bombs? Well, yeah, occasionally. And I, th- I think Ratfish
0: is, has a good. It's not a hundred percent like hardcore uh, cutthroat comedy. Like we, we will allow like the crowds I should say mm-hmm. will allow yeah. for some weird stuff, um, and not necessarily just joke, joke, joke or whatever. And obviously, you can at an open mic you can go up and do it,
1: and no one gets lit early either, which is crazy. Oh yeah, well I, that's not even a thing that I yeah I've never even been aware of that. But oh yeah, that can happen. Oh, people should be getting lit at one minute if they're just sucking. Mm, yeah. Why not? Yeah. You know, you get cut. And you got to do better next time. Yeah, yeah that's And true. That, that doesn't that's not here, right? That's what that was a big difference to notice. Okay. Everyone is very nice in Victoria. Yeah, cuz the scene is so small yeah. and it's centered around one place, right? And we
0: pack everybody into the shows like last night. Like the I don't think They said no to anybody? Yeah, a couple
1: people who showed up five minutes before showtime didn't get on. Okay. But that's because you didn't show up five minutes before showtime. But that won't happen. You know, it's it's totally different. Everyone's way too nice here, goddammit. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Well, not (laughs) way too nice. There's a lot of uh, mean people like Evan Mumford in in Victoria, but... Uh, Yeah. uh, He's such an asshole. He's not really...
0: Yeah. Well, okay. he can defend himself <laughs> cuz I'll have him on. I think next, yeah, next podcast. I'll have it.
1: Ah, yeah, you're taping it soon. But yeah, it's uh it all goes back to it's too supportive. There's no competition. Cuz what what's the next step? Getting on a Thursday show. Hmm.
0: Mm. Uh yeah. Uh, I mean, well, how how is it different the well, you last night was really was a big well attended event. It was, yeah. Uh, but is, do you feel that Ratfish now or Victoria in general is growing? Is different? Sure it's bigger growing. than it was when you started.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. And
0: better comics than it was when you started, or do you more
1: people are doing it. Yeah, okay. for sure. Um,
0: who else from? Did we lose Vic- some Victoria people to Vancouver? Also? Yeah, We'd like
1: uh, Sean O'Hara, Abdul Aziz, right, yeah. Alain Williams. Okay. Those are the three. Uh, West Lord. Oh yeah, yeah okay. they they're in Vancouver now. Um yeah, but they were doing it when I started here. So there were some very funny people in Victoria. That's for sure. And uh it seems like even compared to 6 months ago, there are people not doing it who were doing it, right? Yeah. People have quit. Which is fine. Yeah. Which is a yeah. good thing. Yeah. You know, I think people quitting comedy is is not a bad thing at all. No right. One, no one has no one should do it if they're not good. You know, not trying to be good.
0: Right, yeah. I mean, I obviously they're not going to gonna be good,
1: but <laughs> there's no shame in quitting something if you don't like it. Yeah. yeah, I think so. And if you don't feel as if you're improving or or, or enjoy doing it, then you shouldn't do it. A lot of people who still do it,
0: though. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I've said about comedy, like, it's, it's not necessarily that it's, well, it, I guess it technically qualifies as one of my favorite things to do, but like, if I found something that I liked better, like, if it's Monday night and I would rather be if there was something else I'd rather be doing, I would just do that. Like, and I, I would just give up comedy for. You know, you—that's
1: y- an interesting thing. I—I I wouldn't. The amount of times you want to sacrifice some—I. Like- the amount of times I've not done something to go to a shitty open mic, I can't even count. Hmm. Yeah. I will not do things just to go do comedy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would well of uh, turn down sex <laughs> to go do a shitty open mic. Yeah,
0: I would. I would turn down a date. I imagine you can always get sex later on, but yeah, like well, it, maybe if it was a date or something like that.
1: Yeah. But the, the idea, no, I, uh, I, I don't know if there is anything I would really enjoy. Music is probably the only other thing I would enjoy mm-hmm. as much if not more yeah well I guess what I'm saying is I, I haven't found oh okay yeah thing. um yeah hmm well it's the only open mic you can get on so you better not look for anything that can <laughs> fucking compete on a Monday
0: uh, uh where do you think you're gonna be in of uh, like three more years
1: well I have a good job yeah uh I, I have a good job in Vancouver, yeah, so you'll still be doing that, yeah, will
0: still be, and you'll still be doing shows in the, in the yeah place.
1: yeah i I don't know, I mean again, it's only two and a half years, and what is the big the my milestone you know four years right, if people quit after that, okay, is
0: that a thing I've heard that's what before. I've always heard yeah, you' people know. quit after four years,
1: yeah, they'll quit after a few months or after four years, yeah they're you not know, they're not progressing.
0: That's one thing that always bothered me, I'll ask you about that too, that the whole idea of stand-up being like such a like a years-long process of getting into. There's no other job that's like, oh yeah, well I mean, professional, like getting a degree mm-hmm. is like that. But like a lot of jobs, you don't have to train literally for years to get good at it. No, but
1: stand-up you do. Yeah, it's just that way, that's just how it is. That's mm-hmm. just how it is. Well, I mean, you take a screenwriter, for example, right? That's a years-long process. You yeah. You think your first yeah. script is going to be good? No. No. I mean, there are exceptions, clearly. Yeah. But, no, it's a long game. Yeah. And, you know, what is success for a stand-up comedian? Making $30,000 a year? Uh, I'd, I would do that. Yeah. I mean,
0: yeah. Well, that's a good then first start. And that's a
1: few years away. Like, that's the thing, right? That's a few years away, yeah, to make 30 grand a year. Yeah. And yeah. Then, and
0: then like other jobs like it's so easy
1: to just have a good job in the daytime and
0: just
2: Yes. I mean, yeah. Which,
1: compared to stand up like <laughs> well I that's I'm very happy to have a good day job. Yeah. You know, I I've done way too much school and I have a good job. Um, that is, you know, 9 to 5, Monday to Friday. And I'm free in the evenings. I have a car. What's yeah. better than that? Yeah, well, that's pretty good.
0: Yeah. Um hey, uh, uh another topic. Um are you, well, let me ask you this uh-huh. first. Are you, do you consider yourself a comedy nerd or do you like that word or not like that word? What, what, what is a comedy nerd? I guess it's like well, yeah, what would I define it as somebody who uh who watches all of the specials everybody's specials and so that's easy to do now that we have YouTube yeah and Netflix um, and then also like has an opinion on whether they're funny or not and or what part is funny what makes it funny yeah and I think yeah okay so you're meeting these criteria and then sort of um, I guess yeah has a, an interest in it that I guess it consumes
1: your time? Yeah. yeah, okay. I see then a comedy nerd is someone who does that but doesn't do comedy. Oh, okay. You know. So if you, ah, so you were a comedy nerd then for a while, for before you I No, I don't I don't think I was a nerd. Don't, don't no, I was a fan. I would, right. you know, watch Couple of big specials like, you know, some Louis C. K. stuff mm-hmm. and go see live comedy and I guess a sports fan isn't a sports nerd. They're just Exactly, the yeah, people. yeah. You know, it's not like the the kid with Asperger's who studies <laughs> baseball stats, right? Well, I guess he's not a nerd then, he's challenged, but um no, I wouldn't consider myself a comedy nerd, because okay. once you're doing it, if you really want to take it seriously, you have to be doing those things. Yeah, true. Does that make you a nerd for, you know, for, like, studying? To be good at your job? Exactly. <laughs> no, then I don't think you're a nerd okay. if you do that. Yeah, cool. So I wasn't a comedy nerd. I do take it pretty seriously, though. Okay. Like, I, I pay attention to it.
2: Yeah. I and
1: like I, uh, I will study it, and I'll, I, I will watch the old stuff, which is great, uh, which a lot of people don't do. Yeah,
0: uh, When you watch, like, on YouTube and stuff, yeah. that's just on your own computer at home, like, by yourself.
1: Or my lunch break or, or something. Yeah, like or that.
0: Yeah, on your, yeah, at work or
1: whatever. Um, well, not during the day, when I'm working.
0: Uh, sure. But, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, if
1: I got, a, like, a 15-minute break or whatever, I'll pop on a couple of Conan spots or whatever. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, and and I wonder about watching YouTube if that doesn't um, take away, like, because it's not with other people people there's a huge difference of
1: course like you can sit by yourself and watch something how much are you laughing
0: not a huge amount (laughs) some
1: but yeah yeah, it's not the same at all but you're seeing it and you can appreciate it you can study it yeah i are you into other anything else as heavily
0: as stand-up or like music you like music oh yeah Yeah. big time i love music what's your what's your favorite uh, genre of music rock
1: Okay, I don't know. That's pretty broad. Um, nah, it depends, actually. Uh, you know, I I love jazz. I love blues. Okay. I love rock and roll. I like eighties hair metal. Okay. Do you play an instrument? I do. I play the bass. Yeah. Bass. Okay. Well,
2: uh,
1: nice. I recently, I've got back into playing a lot more. So it's a great feeling to be playing music again. Is there a
0: is there a comedy equivalent? Because the bass player sort of. Is like the backbone of a song, or something a, like yeah, that.
1: a good bass you shouldn't notice, but its absence should be felt, yeah,
0: is there an equivalent in comedy, do you think
1: not in stand up, I don't you think think so. a host
0: might be kind of based?
1: yeah, a host would be that probably, yeah, like yeah. they, they're not front and center, but they keep the show going, and a, yeah. and a poor host can ruin a show, yeah, more than a poor comedian on the show, yeah, right okay. um, and I love hosting i I love it. It's so much fun. Yeah. Uh, like last night was just a blast with so many people on it. Yeah, yeah. And having I mean, to be high energy the whole time and keep well it Well, I going. loved seeing you do that. Too. Yeah. It's uh, it's a treat to be able to do that. But, yeah, I guess it would, the equivalent would be the host, you okay. know, on a, on a variety show, for example. You know, right. you think you have the host who, who's bringing up all these different acts when people don't care about, they don't want to watch the host, you know, they want to watch the acts. Yeah. And that's cool.
0: Uh, all right, so, yeah, uh, music, uh, do you have other interests, just just to curiosity? Other oh, like uh, uh,
1: no. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, Perfect. Yeah, I like cooking. Yeah, okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah, whatever. No, uh, it music, comedy, uh, women, I like women a lot. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's great. Good for getting material. I guess so, yeah, I don't know if I, I don't really tell any truthful jokes, about it. <laughs> but it's uh yeah, it's good. I like it. Cool.
0: Um, hmm. What else should I ask you? Ask away.
1: Know. Ask do you, ask, ask anything. Yeah. What time are we at? Right yeah,
0: now we're, at an we're hour
1: 4. Okay. So we can you're going to cut this. I, like I you're going to you're going to edit this, I hope. Yeah, yeah sure. Cuz I'm rambling a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no. It's <laughs> fantastic. But ask, yeah. Do you have, like, just ask questions. I'll give you nice short answers um, to them. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to steal Elliot's question. Well, just, just steal it. Who cares? What's your favorite kind of pickle? Vlasic. I think I answered this yesterday. It has to yeah. be a Vlasic.
0: Yeah. Dill. Sorry, Elliot. I, stole I don't think Elliot actually
1: listens to mine. <laughs> no? Do you listen to his? I do. Yeah? yeah. You consume a lot of podcasts. Okay, I let's do. talk podcasts. Yeah. Who are you? Do you? What's, you know, you have... Uh what's your two Desert Island podcasts?
0: Oh, um uh, Marin, WTF with yeah. Mark Marin. Um and Penn Sunday School. What's and that? Penn Gillette, you are you familiar oh, with Oh yeah,
1: the Libertarian. The,
0: yeah. Um yeah, I never missed that one. And uh yeah, I don't know why it's Sometimes he has guests, but yeah, not too often. He's a
1: thought-provoking questions. guy,
0: though. Yeah, yeah, he has a lot of interesting... Like, that's what I like about political opinions is when they're interesting. Like, I kind of... Um, I'm not that interested in politics that are, like, the
1: same as mine. Yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. No, um, I, I agree wholeheartedly. All right. I'm yeah. one of... Uh, yeah, I'm part of a very small group of people in the comedy community who would not vote NDP, <laughs> <laughs> and it was so much fun because uh, this year I, I I voted Conservative. Oh yeah, yeah, just for the jokes. Just, oh sure, okay. just for the jokes. Well, so I could tell people that <laughs> I voted Conservative. It's a, yeah, I voted strategically. You know, it was really a tight Liberal or an NDP Conservative, uh, you know, race in my riding and. Okay. So I yeah. had to vote conservative so the NDP didn't win. NDP still won, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, for the jokes, I voted for Stephen Harper. Huh. Well, you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're great. It's the best. You see, to be able to throw it back at these people who say, oh, if you vote Harper, I'll beat you up, and then just being able to go up to somebody and straight up say, I voted for Harper and not get beat up,
0: shows so <laughs> the fucking
1: hypocrisy of so many people, mm-hmm. right? Fair enough. Yeah. yeah you got to be, if you're not a, uh, if you're not going to challenge people in somewhere and just stop doing comedy. Yeah. Same yeah. kind of thing, right? Like, you are not interested in people who just mimic your beliefs in something. You want to be, uh, you want to think, right? Yeah. You want to be forced to think about something. Yeah. The same should be done for comedy, though. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That you have to make, you don't have to, but. I'm not interested in something that is boring, you know, and just telling something no not a message is the wrong word, but not interesting. Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. Uh
0: well, I love that about comedy in particular that maybe well, I suppose it carries over to other genres too, but uh yeah, you can have a variety of political opinions come up
1: and as long as they're funny, you just give it up to them. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I uh that's what ultimately matters, like rock, you know. Music. That too, yeah, music is like that. But you why why would you listen to the same clone, like Boston clones, right? Why? <laughs> Just listen to Boston. It's okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um although like sometimes in comedy, um I find as an audience member there's stuff I won't laugh at mm-hmm. when it's like if I don't agree with the person. Like and that's a matter of, you know, we talk we talk about winning someone over with a joke or something. Yeah, like sure. Like if sure. They, they come out with some opinion. They're like, "Oh, I think this," and I'm like, "Well, I don't think that." So, like, if somebody comes on stage, I think like Eric did this once. He comes on stage and he says something like, "Oh, I'm a conservative on stage," and I shut down for him. I mean, I, I'm a little bit ashamed to say this about my, like, no, like.
1: No, I get exactly. Why do Why do you him. think him. I I want to tell people I vote a conservative? You want to get them to that place? Okay. Why not? Can, Let's have some fun uh, with it, and I want to provoke you into yeah. just. Stupidity, because you're gonna you're gonna be the one who looks bad, and think that's what I want. That's fun though. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, you got to be funny if you really to work out of a hole like that. Like, why set yourself up for failure? Which I'm sure did that happen? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Um, Why do it? That doesn't make any sense to me. Why would you do that? That's dumb. (laughs) But whatever. Uh, I'm not Eric.
0: Yeah. Well, I think he was trying. I think He's he had. He was trying. Like there was. Yeah. He was. He had a punchline that he or was supposed to be a
1: punchline in there, and um, it probably and just didn't work. But yeah. Just but you that set yourself up, and it makes it super hard if you come out and just say something that is so against what other people are feeling, and don't. Then it doesn't work. Yeah. So you may as well just stop after that. You've lost them. So if you're gonna tell a rape joke, it better be fucking funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's true and better not glorify, right? Cuz you're going to turn everyone off. Yeah. I mean, some people can do that really well. Well, yeah, I guess it's like the tone of your voice if you
0: sound sarcastic when you're saying, "Oh, rape's great," or I don't know. I can't do it. But you know, I don't I don't know <laughs> if uh if that'll ever work. <laughs> just just pure sarcasm.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah, rape's great. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, I can't say I couldn't say that. People would just think, "Ugh, he's gonna rape me." I love your voice. I should mention this
0: because oh. you just did an uh, yeah exaggerated, but you have a a different
1: voice. Sure. Yeah, I've. Uh, do you work on that or do you think no, about it? No, I don't think about it at all. Uh, a lot of people think I'm American. Yeah, you have. It's you sound well, almost
0: like New York or something. Or
1: yeah, I don't know where that comes from. Really, it's just yeah i don't know it was from working in a call center with a bunch of americans okay but i'm not affecting anything okay (laughs) that's for sure but uh yeah i i don't talk normally i have a pretty (laughs) unique voice (laughs) but Uh, you're aware of that yeah (laughs) yeah oh enough people have told me that well you watch darcy or miles do their impression of me right yes yeah Oh yeah! Look at my pants. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I know exactly what you're doing. It works because it's an exaggeration of my voice. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, I got a, I got a voice that is mine.
0: Yeah, because yeah, people talk about that in comedy. Like apparently, that's something
1: you need to have a.
0: Uh, I mean, it's both voices and just the actual sound but also your point of view I yeah and
1: we're sure. talking about actual sound right, right now but actual <laughs> yeah, sound, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're not talking about um, content right yeah I am nowhere near finding my voice in made it, big strides this year though oh, yeah. I can feel that yeah that I've, I've uh, improved significantly in telling jokes that are more me you know
0: yeah that's, that's cool It's that's a good thing
1: it's tough but uh, yeah any more questions ask Hmm. what else can we ask Uh, oh
0: I was going to go somewhere from politics I asked about your voice Um, I don't know we talked about joke writing a little bit do you have Hmm. any particular process
1: joke writing is oh it's it's interesting where do I get my ideas from is usually the first thing like I Sometimes I'll do this. I will sit down and set a timer for five minutes. It's like a creative writing exercise, right? This is one thing. You set a timer for five minutes and you just free write. Yeah. Um, Do this a bunch as a way of just, you know, working on that joke writing muscle. Set a timer for five minutes and write jokes. And they're going to be shit. Yeah. Mm But you're writing five minutes of jokes or writing jokes for five minutes then, you know, when the timer goes, you read them over, and maybe you got one thing there that's worth exploring further. And you do that over and over again. That's I used to do that a lot.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Again, when I was telling disconnected one-liners or set up punch jokes, mm-hmm. um, the darkest of topics available. But, no, mostly now it's get a premise through conversation or observations. Okay. Yeah, stuff that happens during the day. Or exactly, like yeah. yeah. Like... um, Probably my favorite joke I'm telling right now is about a billboard, right? It's a Coors light billboard. Oh, that say, one. Yeah. Say yes yeah. first ask questions later. And I saw a billboard that said that on Arbutus and 12th in Vancouver. And I, I when I first saw that, the angle I took on it was uh, uh it, it was a straight up rape joke, right? Cuz I mean that's ludicrous. Yeah. Like say yes first ask questions later uh is dumb. It's a dumb yeah. slogan can you imagine these guys in the boardroom coming up with a slogan, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, we need more rape, right? <laughs> it's a shitty joke. But So I shelved that for a long time, and then I brought it back with a Cosby reference.
2: Mm.
1: It's all right. Did okay-ish. And a tap-out reference for a shirt. And now I'm, I've kept oh, on yeah. working on it. It's like, no, it's like taking dating advice from a dude in a fedora. She's funnier than either Tap Out or outdated Bill Cosby reference.
0: Yeah, a bit more
1: universal too. Yeah, sure. Uh, and uh, but that was all from one observation and writing something, then setting it aside for a long time because it, I knew it wasn't good enough. Yeah, and then bringing it back and rewriting and rewriting and rewriting, and, rewriting and now I'm happy with it.
0: Do you ever? Um, do you ever get uh, ideas from watching other comics? Oh, like for just, sure! Like literally, just they talk about oh the first time they masturbated or something. Like oh, I have a good
1: masturbation
0: story that I should. Yeah, I don't some, know. if so I don't like have something kind of for that exact example.
1: case because I don't remember the first time I masturbated. <laughs> but uh, yeah, oh, for sure, you get inspired. You yeah. and that's the great thing about watching good comedy.
0: Yeah,
1: is you're seeing stuff that gets you to think about yourself. I mean, that's what it should do, right? And it should inspire you to think about yourself not stealing anything. It's like, okay, right. I'm going to do your premise. No, you're not doing that. If you're watching good comedy, you can't steal their premises, right? Right, yeah. You know? Um. But yeah, for sure I've been inspired by it. Okay. Do you ever worry about being hack or cliche or anything like that? No. I mean, you
0: commented at one point something about don't do hack material. If you think material's hack, don't
1: do don't it. Don't do it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably a fundamental way to go. Yeah. If you think something's oh that's hacky, why are you telling it? Then you're selling yourself short, right? Mm,
2: yeah.
1: Um you're being cheap. You're not challenging yourself to get better. But I, I I I I listen to and watch a lot of comedy. Yeah. So I've seen a lot of what the common ways to get laughs are, right? Like the classic, ladies, you know, people do that mm, all the yeah. time. How many people have you heard do that at the open mic? Evan Monthrid. <laughs> yeah, sure. Evan will do it. Abdul will do it. Uh, Kyle Bottom will do it. Everyone will yeah. fucking do it. But it's easy. Right? It's, ooh, obviously, ladies aren't attracted to me. <laughs> <Ooh>.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a simple thing to do. Like, I, I and I had to tell a buddy of mine, don't use that fucking line. That's the biggest hack line you can come up with, especially in Vancouver, which means Victoria. Cause it seems like everyone here has a hard-on for Kyle Bottom and wants to just tell jokes like him, mm. um, which is fine because he's so fucking funny, but, you know, just means a lot of people sound the same. Mm. But, uh, yeah, if you think something's hack, don't tell it. Don't sure. say it. Yeah. I just happen to think a lot of things are fucking hack.
0: Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, speaking of picking up other people's voices, too, like uh, last night um, I got to sit through, mo- like I went on later. Yeah, sure. The, the yeah, show. you went
1: through a lot. You were second last. Uh,
0: yeah. Oh, and Lucia was... She did great. Uh, had you ever heard... Because I think I told you about the her pimple, pimple her pussy, pussy thing. Yeah, I've, I heard that. I, yeah. I liked it. It's <laughs> goofy. Yeah. Yeah, That was funny. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I went on late, so as I was going through the night... I was, like, my material was, like, my little three-minute, like, my 69 Mm -hmm. joke was going through my head, and it was picking up a little trace of what I saw on stage there, too. Like, I I think I still do that, is whatever I'm seeing, I sort of almost mimic or imitate.
1: Well, as long as you're mimicking and imitating good comedians, Mm -hmm. when you're starting out, Mm -hmm. you should be doing that. Yeah. You know, you shouldn't be stealing jokes, but you should want to be somebody, you know? So you don't start playing music and have your own style right away. Yeah. You got to grow into yourself. Yeah. And I think so much is the same way for comedy.
0: Uh, what about this thing where people say um, somebody might somebody new might try like a story or might try going a little bit dark or a rape joke or a, a kid fucking joke? Or yeah, like sure. That. And then what somebody might say to them is, "Well, you're no." 70s. Well, you're no Louis C.K. or you're like yeah. Bill Burr can tell that story, but you can't or something like that. Well, There's you
1: can. A- it's just not going to be fucking funny.
0: Yeah, I guess that's the only difference is that they are funny.
1: They're funny. Yeah. They know how to be. They know what's funny. What makes mm-hmm. what they say is funny. But uh, there is nothing wrong with copying someone's style while you learn how to do it.
0: Sure. Yeah. So just yeah, just well, like we're
1: saying, just do it. Just keep on. Just do it. <laughs> Do something. You right. see something that works, you want to do it, right? Yeah. Like how many people have you seen do, like, just try to be Mitch Hedberg, right? It's invariably yeah. Yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. But it's a starting point, and they, they grow out of it. Yeah. Or they don't, and then they don't go anywhere. But you're gonna, you, you, you do something, and then you grow out of it, and that's pretty much what everyone does. And you listen to these stories of everyone... You know, Seinfeld pretty much just copped Robert Klein in the beginning, right? Just telling mm-hmm. fucking Robert Klein style jokes, and that's mm-hmm. fine because then he evolved into himself. Like once you get comfortable understanding what's funny, and you want to give it up. I mean, Pryor was just doing Cosby until he had that meltdown in Las Vegas. Then he told everyone to go fuck themselves or whatever. Yeah.
0: And w- like I've heard a, f- a few comics like prior that happened to. Um, well, Bill Burr had a moment in Philadelphia where he's telling the crowd to go fuck themselves. And yeah, that was wasn't anything was new, though. Okay, yeah, that wasn't a cha- turning point for him. that was mm-hmm. just another,
1: another example. That's of what, what he does. brought him gain, he gained a bunch of notoriety for that, yeah, made him even more popular. Yeah, that was interesting.
0: Uh, but it seems that you have to be at a certain place before, like, if you can have a moment like that. I mean, I don't know when, when that comes in, but... You have to know you're
1: not doing something you want to do, right? Mm. Yeah. You have to... You figure out what it is you really want. Exactly. Yeah. And then, yeah, like you, you spend ten years, or, you know, you you, you spend five years as the hippy-dippy weatherman, right? Mm. And then you realize you actually want to say something that matters, and then you become George Carlin, mm. which is what happened to him. Yeah. Like, you, something has to snap, because you're starting off and you're entertaining people in a way that is not genuinely you, right? That, yeah. I think, is a big thing. If you're not true to yourself, then you're going to snap at some point. Mm. Yeah. And that was Bill Burr, you know, what... Uh, Podcast was he on there that interview or whatever when he was talking about or it's an article he wrote where he would just mm-hmm. he was doing his you know scripted relatively clean jokes over and over again not going anywhere and he said fuck it right yeah that's not who he is why is he doing that and then he became as we know right now a guy I can't listen to <laughs> <laughs> no I joke I, I'm not the biggest Bill Burke fan but. uh the principle still remains. Sure. Is you have to be true to yourself. Yeah, yeah. But you can't even really do that if you're if you know what you think is actually funny and you're not doing it.
0: Yeah. Well, that can be a problem if like uh, if you're looking at. I I don't know if I should be worrying about stuff like corporate clean. No. This early in, but or if I ever should. But people talk about that about doing like clean shows. I think I could probably put together some clean material. Um. But like what I did last
1: night was. It's not yeah, clean. Yeah, not... Uh, it's not super dirty, either. It wasn't that dirty, I suppose. No, yeah. but, like... It, no, there's no point in worrying about it. Just be funny. Try sure. to be funny. Write... How much... How often do you write?
0: Oh uh, Well, I probably... have uh, probably spend about half an hour a day-ish just, just on... Little things, yeah. stuff that's probably never going to hit the stage. But why not? Yeah. Oh, why not? What?
1: Why isn't going to hit the stage? Who oh, cares?
0: Well, I, yeah, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I, I guess,
0: w- yeah. I should just some And it you're up writing, you writing pages like stories, right? Um, usually what usually I peter out at about, about probably two, one or two pages. So that's like that's done. One or
1: two single space pages. Yeah. Yeah, which is like five minutes of material. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. Of which, how many punchlines are in there?
0: Oh, like, maybe, sometimes none, but... Yeah. I mean, I can add punchlines. Yeah.
1: But you never want to add things to a story. You to want to take away. Good. Yeah, that's a good thought. Well, if you write two pages of material for it, who's going to pay attention to that? Uh, yeah, that's true. You are, because you wrote it, and it's your story. But pare the fucking thing down to six lines, and you're good to go.
0: I suppose. And that's what turns some stuff into punchlines,
1: is the fact that it's... Condensed. You have to find the funny in it. Yeah. Finding the funny is tough, tough shit. But it's so rewarding when you do find it, right? Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I don't know. I'm talking like I'm a fucking expert. I'm not an expert at all. I just have watched a lot of comedy. Uh,
0: well, yeah. What do you think of? Um, like I, I was like, oh, I'll do a podcast and I'll talk about comedy. Like I don't. I mean, a couple of people in Victoria are listening, and I'm I'm glad that they are. Uh, but I guess.
1: Hmm. I guess I'm talking to. <laughs> what do you think of doing a podcast? Like, what do you think? I have an like idea for a podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just we haven't had the time to do it. Uh, it's called Comedy Case Studies. Oh yeah. Uh, where uh, me and my co-host Sanong. Yeah. <laughs> would uh, watch a special or listen to a special, and we'd talk about it uh, from an anthropological perspective. So what made this funny at the time? What did we like? What didn't we like? How was the room set up? we have a guest mm-hmm. on. Do a couple per episode. You yeah, know, it's a half-hour thing. Sure. You know, we'd each pick a special and review both of them and talk about them. Have a guest. Do one that they wanted to do. That's the idea for it. Be easy. That's and cool. a lot of fun. Yeah. And force us to watch a lot more comedy. Yeah. Which is yeah, always a good true. thing. Yeah.
0: It's good. There's a couple other people, I don't listen to too many Vancouver comics, but they're, some of them have podcasts, right? Yeah, sure. People John people. Cullen
1: has one. It's, I think, a sports show. Oh, oh yeah. Byron yeah. Bertram has one. I know Alex Byron or B-Ron has one. Vancouver, right? Yeah. There's some podcasts. Chris Gaskin. Okay. Yeah. I Yeah, but uh, to talk... Uh, um, man, I just like T.J. Miller's podcast a lot. Okay, oh, in. Yeah,
0: we didn't get to your... Oh, yeah, Cashing with T.J.
1: Island. Miller okay. and uh, What the Fuck, probably are the two. Okay. WTF is a great podcast. Yeah. Have you listened to his with Gerard Carmichael? Uh, oh, yeah, I think I did. Um, the key thing I took away from that, and which is very relatable here, is you you've got to be yourself. Yeah, And if sure. that means you don't get the late night spot, that's fine because you're being true to yourself. Right, and and doors will open other places. Yeah, like getting a show that's getting renewed. unlike like Mulaney. Yeah.
0: Are you, like, you, you're you on the internet a lot. Do you, like, what do you think of uh, YouTube and web series and stuff like that? Do you think that's uh, a place that... I don't watch them. You're not that into them? Or
1: yeah, I like stand-up.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'm
1: pretty much, that's all I'll watch. Huh. I, I, it's the purest comedic art form. Yeah. And that's all I want to watch. Huh. Yeah, sketch I I'm not interested really. I no. will watch a couple shows, like I, I liked Keen Peel a lot. Mm-hmm. But these amateur sketch shows mm. just they're crap, mm. broadly speaking. Mm-hmm. Uh again, improv, don't like it. Okay. Um web series, I mean I like Broad City when it wasn't a web series. Yeah, mm-hmm. like when it was actually on T right. V. <laughs> you know? Um Oh yeah, I find sketches far too Juvenile.
0: Hmm. Uh, do you ever do you ever find yourself when you write comedy when you write your jokes or whatever? Do you ever think like, oh, well, what if this was like this sounds like something that would be on TV, or this sounds like a sitcom premise or something? Yeah,
1: like? sure. Um, that's happened a couple times, I guess. Uh-huh. Or like that would be a better. This would be a better sketch. Mm-hmm. It's something that comes up because it's very visual joke. It's hard to communicate using words with no visuals, right yeah. um, so it's it's really, yeah, that happens sometimes, but as far as a sitcom premise, no, I don't write the kind of big storyboard kind of jokes, right right yeah, <laughs> but to just know that okay, that's far too visual for me to communicate properly, yeah, so a sketch would work or even an Instagram picture, you know, yeah,
0: um oh, do you remember uh, what happened last night uh Brian O'Gorman and uh he brought Hannock back up. Uh-huh. Do you remember that? I mean
1: Oh yeah, because Hannock uh, went over time. <laughs> yeah. And uh don't do that.
0: Oh yeah.
1: You get the light and you it. get off. You yeah. finish your joke or you have, you know you have one minute, you get off. And at three oh two you don't start another joke. Or else as I did yesterday, I would come on the stage and say, Very good, thank you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um
0: and no, nobody else in Victoria does it. Like our, all, the, all the hosts we've had, a lot of our hosts are new people like me. Or yeah, The
1: sets are three minutes and there were 30 plus people on the show. But
0: yeah, you got to wrangle that.
1: You've got to do it or else the audience is just going to be even more bored. Yeah, but they, right.
0: they lasted. I mean, last night. A lot of them so did really
1: last, absolutely. Yeah. But uh, people can't be going over. It's just yeah. a fundamental disrespect to the showrunners and the show itself. You know how long your set is. Why do you get to go over? Mm. Yeah, you don't run the show. You don't put on a show. You know, sure you're funny, but there's 20 other people in line to be funny.
0: Yeah. Um, did it? Did a couple of the the people who we had uh, preparing material for tomorrow though? Did they get a couple extra
1: minutes? Oh, for sure they did. Okay. Yeah, because that's an actual show they have to prepare for that looks yeah. good for Victoria comedy. Okay, like yeah. that makes sense, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, it does. But um, no one's entitled to even half their time, right? If you suck, you get off, but you don't don't blow the light. Yeah, that's the one rule that you should know right off the top is don't blow the fucking light. Mm. You know, Mm -hmm. you get a light for a reason. The rules are said right off the top, and the old guy who did a set who went two minutes over did a five minute set. That's just disrespectful.
0: Oh yeah. Which I don't remember. Was he one of the new ones or
1: Yeah, a newer guy. Okay. Yeah, it looks like an accountant. Oh yeah. Andrew or whatever. Um But yeah, don't blow the light.
0: Yeah. It's just I, dumb. What did you think of Jim's little uh outburst? Do you think that was appropriate? I saw you talking to one of, to the, the heckler. Yeah.
1: I Jim didn't need to go that hard. Yeah. But it's one way to deal with the heckler. Yeah, it's it's a way that makes that big table of seven on stage left be like he's being too aggressive Mm. and turns people off Mm -hmm. people have to be on your side Mm. but when you yell at someone to shut the fuck up repeatedly and you're just kind of egging them on really you you know it's a confrontation at that point you're not shutting anyone down you're alienating the rest of the crowd
0: yeah well i i know he wasn't alienating alienating me but
1: no, the comics like I know are fine. Him yeah. And
0: I like him, and I'm, I like a little bit of drama. It's like, oh, this is something new. It's happening.
1: different, yeah. But if, you, but you know, in a room like that where so many people hadn't been there before, they would just rather the guy shut up and leave than for him to be yelled at. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was too much, but that's a lesson learned. Yeah, sure. I know Jim wanted to apologize to the guy afterwards, and I, I just said, don't. You're fine. Yeah, just, yeah. You know, you don't need to go just that let hard. Go. yeah. You don't need to go that hard. It's not necessary. So, yeah, that's a good thing to bring up. I feel really bad for Steve McMath. Okay. Because he had to go up after Brian O'Gorman and before Sean. Oh, yeah. That sucks. Because he's funnier at the front and funnier at the back.
0: Well, yeah, that'll happen, right? Oh, yeah, I mean, and that
1: <laughs> sucks that sucks because he it sets him up for not having a good set hmm. and uh which i mean he didn't have a great set that's fine because i mean if you were to have a really good set in between those two then he should have felt extra extra proud but here you are after a guy who is doing good material and before a guy who's doing good material even if you're doing your best you're going to struggle yeah it's a struggle you need to do sometimes, but, yeah, I felt bad for him. <laughs> um, but, now I think fundamentally I noticed just a few people not caring, you know, just looking okay. like they didn't care. Yeah. Um, and part of that is,
0: well, are we talking about relatively new people? Cause yeah, sure. Because just learning how to present that you care or something like that. Yeah,
1: like Aiden Dunsmuir, for example, just looked like he doesn't care. Okay.
0: I wonder if if that was... Sometimes I think he might be trying to do something about being like that. that's his character.
1: Yeah. Well, if that's what he's like in real life, then sure. I don't know if he is. Is he?
0: Uh, Well, I don't know him too well, so...
1: uh. Uh, Take it seriously, because people have paid to see you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, even... It's an
1: open mic. Still take it seriously.
0: I hope so, yeah. Because
1: you're not in a... No one is in a place... Unless, you know, you're that funny, to fuck around and be funny. Until you can do that, don't do it. Mm. Try to improve. And I see it all the time because I am involved in running two open mics a week. And I see that people just don't try, they do the yeah. same thing, it doesn't get laughs. They're not trying, and there's nothing worse than that.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, there's because there's the mantra of keep going up and mm-hmm. do it over and over and over, and sometimes Monday rolls around and someone might have, you know, not really, maybe they work a job or, or something. I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't have an excuse right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sometimes they don't get to their material. It's like, well, it's been a whole week, but I haven't changed
1: what I did last week. I haven't really thought about it. And,
0: but the mantra is keep going up, keep trying.
1: Yeah. What are you trying to do? If you don't change anything, are you really trying anything? Mm. Yeah. So yeah, you
0: gotta, yeah, you gotta bring it.
1: You, you bring gotta try. You gotta try to be funnier than the last time you were on stage.
0: Yeah, that's. And that's seriously, fun. if
1: you don't have enough time to review three minutes of material in a week, maybe you shouldn't be doing it. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, and that's fine too. Yeah, that's right. You, if you can't like you put the time in. Like No one cares if you fucking do it or not. Yeah. But if you don't want to do it, if you're not committed enough to re-listen to a three-minute set and cut some stuff and add a little bit, what are you doing? You think it's cool to go on stage and tell some jokes? Great. No one else thinks you're cool because you do it. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's true. I mean, we have open mics, and... and I, st- I don't really understand, but I, I really love that open mics exist as a yeah. concept. But there's also this thing where it's, like, literally anyone can bring literally anything.
1: Yeah. I guess, I mean, you have early lighting <laughs> in, I, some, in well, other yeah. places, but... you I mean, that should be anywhere. But, yeah, if you suck, you get lit early. Yeah. And, yeah.
0: But, like, oh, the the rule for open mic seems to be, yeah, like, anyone can bring anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think
1: I think that's in place for good reasons. I think so too, because you got to be able to take risks, yeah, and and try things. But you can do that, and you know, actually be trying things and taking it seriously. But I see it all the time that people will just tell the same shit over and over again. And if you do that, then quit. It's, it's the honorable thing to do, because you don't care enough about it. Why are you doing it? Yeah. You must have seen there's been many people who have quit doing comedy in the past few months here, right?
0: Yeah, people quit. And like it's recently though a couple of people sort of come back. I don't know if they're gonna stay back, but I, I see some faces again and
1: Good for them for quitting in the first place.
0: Yeah. Yeah, good for them Just for taking quit. A break. Yeah.
1: No one cares.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: That's and nor should they care. Right. It's good. You're doing something you're you're not committed to doing. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Don't yeah, do it. Yeah. It's like uh, Louis C.K.'s recent, uh, well, not that recent. He had material on divorce, and he's like how oh, divorce is a good thing.
1: Divorce is great. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, it's yeah. been on that. It's like, why would why would anyone say, oh, I'm sorry to hear that? It's like, no, what, you, you're sorry for me being happy? <laughs> right? I think it's, that's his line, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah if you're just doing the same shit and you're unhappy doing it and you're not getting laughs, quit. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Yeah. I saw
0: somebody, I think it might have been Ivan Decker, said something on Facebook, so it's public viewing, so I yeah, guess sure. I can bring it up. Um, but he said, like, uh, a lot of people do comedy, um, and he said he might even count himself, I think he said he counts himself among them, but they do it more for being with around their friends uh, than necessarily for professional and, and he's a really funny guy Like oh he's he like
1: is he's one of the funniest guys in Canada like,
0: yeah he's like really good at it but he said something like and I'm probably getting it wrong but yeah that he does it like his motivation is more about the c- community I guess is the word I don't
1: know if he was saying that about him okay. but the the people who are just continual hobbyists mm-hmm. who just do it to, to hang out with people a yeah. lot of people do that and they do the same shit every week couldn't do it i can't do it yeah i want to get better
0: yeah do you like to i don't know hold a bit of distance too between or you have your friends in comedy who oh, are yeah. good friends with yeah um but i suppose with a lot i mean with it's such a big like there's a lot of people in comedy and even in victoria there's more than you can actually be friends with like yeah i'm
1: friends with a few people in victoria yeah. for sure yeah i'm friends with a few people in vancouver uh, uh but yeah you don't need to be friends with everybody Sure
0: yeah I mean friendly but yeah
1: Yeah yeah I mean if you if you if your mentality is that you're there to all work together to to work on getting funnier you need to be professional yeah And, and that means being nice and and easy to hang around with cuz that's what the job is Yeah Yeah because yeah your job is have people like you on stage. Um Yeah, but uh, I mean yeah. don't be disingenuous, but yeah. Yeah. Just be yourself. Be normal. Like don't think about it. There's not there's no secret. Yeah, we see it on Reddit all the time, like, oh you have to go and network, right? It's yeah. Not fucking networking. <laughs> You're hanging out with a bunch of people where you share a hobby. Yeah. You're not networking. You know, this isn't a job fair. Uh, yeah. I mean it's another word for it, I suppose. It's a clinical word for it. Yeah, but, but that taking that and that's one thing I found so much more recently is there's a bunch of fucking idiots doing comedy who who think it can be reduced to some scientific approach. Mm-hmm. All these people with autism who think that you know they can figure it out, right? Yeah. Well, I I mean I've tried. I yeah, mean, I've but tried it doesn't do work. That. Yeah. You know, it's like oh, you have to go and network X amount of the time and and you know you have to write your joke like this and deliver it like this for mm-hmm. it to work why don't you just be yourself and not think about it if you if you try to reduce everything to step by step approach you're not going to be funny sure you might get some laughs you're not going to be have any respect from your peers mm. you can tell someone has written a joke straight out of the joke Bible, you know? Oh, sure, yeah. But that's a step-by-step guide to right material. Yeah. Attitude word. Misdirection, you know? <laughs> uh, ugh. But I think <laughs> it's been happening more and more lately, and you see it online all the time. It's like, how do you track your jokes? Mm. Who fucking cares? Mm. It doesn't matter. Like, uh... Yeah, but Patrice O'Neill didn't write anything down. And then you see what Orny Adams did with those binders and binders of notes yeah, in yeah. Comedian. it's It doesn't matter. Find what works for you. That's what, what, there's no guaranteed step-by-step way that will work. Yeah. And, and I yeah. feel that there's a lot more people doing that now than there has been ever doing it. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot more people... Like well, comedy's bigger now than it's ever been, right? So there's more uh, people in it. There's less money in it now than That's, than yeah. other times, but yeah, I'd say there's more people doing it now than ever yeah. before, and there shouldn't be because there's a lot. There's so many bad people doing it too. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It, it's seen as a safe space. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Where where you're not challenged. I mean, we got this here. But We see that here. It's like it's not a challenge. Anyone can get on stage and be safe. Yeah. You have a hot room like yesterday, no one's going to get cut, you know, when peop- a lot of people shouldn't have got laughs, mm-hmm. but they got laughs, yeah. which means they're encouraged to do it, even though it's not funny. And, the, and, and Victoria has a lot of that, where the, the leeway is so big, it's such a tight community, it's, you know, there's only a few places that do it, the people who go to the shows really enjoy it, you know, it's these, these common things, but it's yes. easy, it's easy in Victoria. Oh yeah, okay. You know? Yeah. Um and I think it's now is the time where you can go and do a show in a room that's easy and that's suited to you and it's just telling jokes to people who want want to hear what you have to say. It's like yeah. the politics thing we talked about, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Like you can do that and it's safe, but it's it's lame. Yeah.
0: Well, you hear about um you hear about ethnic rooms, like
1: black rooms, you hear yeah, about? Sure. I
0: mean, have you ever performed in a room that's like,
1: oh god, no, no yeah. way, man. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Scares the shit out of me.
0: Yeah.
1: No, I'm not am you know, you I've I've watched a lot of it. One of my yeah. favorite comedy movies ever is, you know, the original Kings of Comedy. I love it. Yeah. Um I couldn't do it.
0: That so you wouldn't like. If I you would The chance came, but I know like, I, well,
1: I couldn't do it, <laughs> man. Bomb or whatever. I would bomb big time, yeah. but uh, yeah. I mean, this is also Victoria. There's no black room here. That's right. Yeah. No urban room, right? Yeah. Same in Vancouver. There's no urban scene.
2: Yeah,
1: there isn't Seattle, um, but not not really much of one. But yeah, there's the ethnic rooms and stuff like that for yeah. sure. Um, but it's easy. It's just. A, a, Bill Burr was spot on when it's like nerds.
2: <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. shit, the yeah.
1: alt-comedy stuff, right? It's like sure. oh, you, you perform your comedy in the back of a comic book store and you think you're good. You go mm. to a club and you bomb. Like, it doesn't mean you're good. It just means you don't do clubs anymore and you think, <laughs> you're, you think you're hot shit. Well, I remember another
0: thing Bill Burr said, though, was like, I, I don't know if... I think he was responding to someone else in another town, but they said they live in a small town where there's like, you know, one or two clubs and, and not a lot to do. But he says, no, that's where you want to be.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That that was his advice: is be there and get as good as you can in that small town. So that's what I took to heart and be like, oh, yeah. well, that'll be Victoria for me.
1: That's right. If you I'll can get, build if you get as funny as you can here, which means you crush on every show you do. And when I mean crush, I mean you get laughs, like actually do really well.
0: Yeah, we'll see how long that takes. It's going to take a while, for
1: sure. (laughs) But then go somewhere else, and you're in a good position. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I don't know, that's a pretty common story. You get good where you are, and then you move to a bigger scene where you're already good. So you get the leg up, and you're not having to work your way up from the bottom. Yeah. Which is the way to do it.
0: Well, also, like, do do you notice, too... Uh, Out-of-towners get a little slight... Even just if you tell the crowd you're from out-of-town, sometimes that will get you a slightly louder laugh.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, if you're from out-of-town, I mean, not only can you you get on shows shows usually.
0: Yeah,
1: Yeah, that's, I mean, it's like, you know, reciprocal club memberships, right? (laughs) Uh, I did that when I went down to the States in the summer. Mm -hmm. Um, I got on a couple of shows just by messaging the guys who run it, saying, I'm in from Vancouver, can I get a spot on your show? And it was great. And, yeah, people are interested to hear what you have to say because they don't see you all the time. Yeah. So the laughs are stronger. It's neat.
0: Yeah.
1: But, yeah, some fucking bunch of nerds right now.
0: <laughs> well, I, I mean, I come from, like... I'm into gaming and yeah. Dungeons & Dragons, so I kind of think of myself as as kind of a nerd.
1: Yeah, a sure, sure.
0: So I do, I sympathize with that. and I it, it, When Bill Burr says it, I'm like, I laugh at him because I, I think he says sort of outrageous things. I disagree at the same time. Like yeah. I, like, I think nerds are awesome, but I suppose there's a time and a place for them. And people, <laughs> and are,
1: generally speaking, people laugh at nerds. Yeah. You're going to get laughs, but people are laughing at you.
0: Yeah. Well, people laugh. Well, who? who Your nerdy? target
1: audience will laugh with you, right? A mm-hmm. people just won't laugh, probably. I don't get it. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, who's nerdy? Like, Brian Prosane is nerdy. Yeah, the, he's the
1: fartist, though. I mean, that's pretty base. He's very funny. He's not that <laughs> nerdy. He's still okay. a club guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Patton Oswalt's Patton, nerdy. Oh, yes. You know? But again, a very funny comic who can kind of, doesn't just speak to that nerd crowd. Yeah. Um, Kumail Nanjani, Yeah.
0: But isn't there like, I mean, you talk about it as if like, oh, if you're just playing to the back of the comic book store, then what are you really doing? Yeah. But that person could, in the in the world of the fragmented world of we have we have niche yeah, sure. stuff, that person can do fine,
1: right? Yeah, but am I going to respect them as a comedian? Oh, you won't. Okay, yeah. No, no, no like, Sam Lee's respect. No, you won't have my respect, and that's fine. You don't need my respect. My respect doesn't matter.
0: But you and people like you.
1: It's but why? Fun. Why are you? Why are you taking the easy road? Mm. Mm-hmm. Why aren't you challenging yourself? Why aren't you wanting to be better?
0: Mm.
1: That's what I don't respect.
0: Um, I remember I heard a story about Michael Jackson that years and years ago that stuck with me. That he, in his songs, he would pick out little chunks of music. Yeah. That would appeal to different, like, oh, this is the rock people are going to really like this, and the sort of disco people are going to like this. Like, he would take all of these other things and make his song as appealing to
1: as many different groups as he could. That's kind of (laughs) weird, too. But, I mean, then you get, you know, Beat It uh, appeals to all the rock people, right? Yeah. And Billie Jean is, you know, a lot of the disco folks would like it, for example. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, that's another approach. But, again, that's a hi- hyper-clinical way to okay. look at an art oh. form, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can't help it, but...
1: No, you, and it's fine. You can't help it, but it's... Yeah, What's the end goal? Is it, is it to be you?
2: Hmm. Or it
1: sell as many records as possible? Uh, yeah. I was gonna say to sell the records. Of yeah, points. then great. Then you sell the fucking records, yeah. and that's cool. But yeah, I don't know. You gotta challenge yourself. I'm sure.
0: Yeah. Well, that's yeah. That's what I suppose anyone can take away is that as long as you're uh, yeah pushing yourself, doing something take it different.
1: seriously and and push yourself and yeah. get better. Yeah. If you plateau, just playing to your friends effectively. Fuck you, man. <laughs> know,
0: but no at at the level that's going on, like with a lot of the people that we're around in Victoria, yeah. is it? Are we not that
1: like not really there yet? I mean, not a lot of us have hit that ceiling, or like oh, the, I mean, I would say that Darcy Miles and Shane have hit the ceiling here. Okay, they need to move. Yeah, they know that. But other than that, no, everyone else needs to keep working. Yeah, and I saw yesterday that people just are just. Too relaxed about it. Okay, yeah. Playing to the comedians in the back of the room. Mm. And I'm speaking because I've fucking done that. Yeah. And it doesn't work in the long run. And the most important person to make laugh is the audience right in front of you, right? Yeah. Not the comedians in the back. And, you know, you're relaxed, you don't take it seriously, you fuck around. You're going to make the comics laugh because they're watching you bomb. Mm hmm. You don't want to bomb. Don't want to bomb.
0: And that, Yeah, that's something I didn't re- even realize right away, is that you can bomb and still be getting some laughs.
1: From the comedians who are laughing at you bombing. Yeah. Nothing is better than watching your friend fail <laughs> at coffee. Yeah. It's some of the most, the, the most fun stuff I've ever seen is seeing a guy bomb. Because I can say after, you fucking suck, man. That <laughs> was horrible. And uh, there's not, it's, it's fun. Because everyone has bombed. And we, <laughs> and you know, if you spend time with people, who don't get depressed by bombing because we know we bomb all the time. Uh, you could just have fun with it. Like I, yeah. I I've probably bombed the most. Uh, and yeah, yeah, I bombed so hard all the time. Yeah. Uh, for a long time, and even now, I bomb hard. When I bomb, I bomb hard because hmm. I just do not connect.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you don't do... Well, sometimes you'll save it
1: or do something meta, but... Oh, yeah, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, especially at that one show. If I go in with my material and it doesn't work, it's like, oh, I may as well cut my set short and get the fuck off stage. Mm -hmm. It hasn't happened in a while, though, which is good. Mm -hmm. But... I don't know, man, take it seriously. (laughs) There's too many people who don't. Uh,
0: Even, yeah, I have... uh, I'm one thing is the 3 minutes. I don't always do my 3 minutes. And at first I was like, should I I think I have figured out by now that doesn't nobody cares if I don't do my whole 3 minutes.
1: No, they would prefer you to do less.
0: Yeah. Um uh so I like for my sake I want to try and like have jokes in there 3 minutes worth of jokes and like so that I can be 3 minutes in front of an audience. But yeah, sometimes it's yeah, cut that short. Or, and I've done that before. Like I've
1: done 2 minutes and be like, well, I guess I'm done. Then you're done. Okay. Thanks very much. I've been Josh. See you later. Yeah. yeah. Right? It's, uh, yeah. I don't know. Go up there, set up punch, set up punch, set up punch. Try and make it work for three minutes with as many punch as possible. Yeah. Then you'll actually get booked on the Thursday show. Yes. And you do the same thing. Yeah, that's my night. goal. <laughs> that's your goal? Oh, well, a goal, yeah. It's a goal? Yeah. You, what are your goals uh, oh. for the short term? Like a
0: year. What's your goal? Well, a for- year. I mean, it changed. And I didn't know... What to expect when I first started. So I was like, okay, in a year, I want to get paid for doing comedy. So it's probably not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. You updated that goal. Uh, yeah, that's different. Well, a year from now, I want at least some kind of, I don't know, you know, ten dollars here or there, beer money or whatever. Sure. So,
1: yeah. My uh, my goals for 2015 were 200 sets, 60 book shows, uh, a dozen shows outside of Vancouver or Victoria. Uh, that's pretty and then a certain number of spots at the club or whatever I met most of them okay yeah and uh, it's all it's really important to have goals but realistic goals right yeah like my whole point of 2015 was let, get me on stage as much as possible right I want to get on stage as much as possible yeah I great. know already my 2016 goals will be get on certain stages more get on the better shows more. Yeah. And you can't do that without doing really well on the the smaller shows, right? Mhm. Like if if you got 3 minutes to do material, you better pack that with as many fucking punchlines as possible. Yeah. Do you do you feel like you're
0: um you struggle against not being indistinct because a lot of people can be funny. So like Yeah. Uh, you're in a lineup with you know twenty other or however many other comics who are very similar to you. And how how do you separate yourself? Yeah, do you think about that at, yet? Or I mean, you... no, not really. If you just be you do what you do, then that sort of comes through naturally. I mean, you always ways. want to be the funniest person on the show. Okay, that's a good goal. Or well, is, I don't know if you can count that as goal because how do you
1: measure that? Or no, do, I mean that's you? that's uh, that can be your philosophy, I guess, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's your no, that's your goal, is to be the funniest person on the show.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: How you achieve that, how you measure that, that was the problem, right? Yeah. So what is your actual measurements for the the performance? And, you know, if you're the funniest person on the show, you'll get booked on the Thursday show. I mean, you know, within reason. Obviously, that's not the case. Yeah. You know, did you bring people and uh, did you stay for the whole show? Did you do all right? Usually, you, you know, you can get booked on the next yeah. show, right? But you gotta be funny, and you gotta—that's yeah. the best way to separate yourself—is go up after someone who isn't funny, okay, and before yeah. someone who isn't funny, <laughs> yeah, and then come out with haymakers, yeah, and you're gonna be fine. All right. I mean, that makes sense, right? How can you amplify your superiority? Yeah, right. Well, Beats. that sounds a little cynical, but well, if, you, if what you're talking about is. You know, if your goal is to be the funniest person on the show and be memorable, yeah. right? Yeah. Then you have to be better than the people around you, and of course, it's cynical. Yeah. But it's true, you know. It's, sure. You know, uh, if if it were strictly doesn't matter where you go up. I mean, the goal is to be the funniest, so you get the most laughs, right? Yeah. But if you want to appear to be funnier than maybe you are, you go up after someone who's shitty and before someone who's shitty. It just makes sense.
0: Yeah. Um, do you, I think, how do you evaluate, because people can go, can really fluctuate in terms of, uh, what they're doing. Yeah. And, and you, do you ever book shows? Do you ever, have, do you, have you ever had that? I've booked some shows, yeah. Okay. I've I booked the Strath. Okay. Um, and so when you look at other comedians in your scene, uh-huh. you know that there's, there's some level of up and down there's with a, them.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a clear hierarchy. Okay, but you have a sense of who's good and who's shitty. Oh yeah, you have to. Yeah. If you book a show, you have to know who's good mm-hmm. and who's shitty. And you know going to the open mics, you know who's good and who's shitty. Yeah. And that's fine. And you can be shitty and work on it, right? Like there's nothing, there's no shame in being a shitty yeah. comedian. But shitty comedians do get booked sometimes. Right? Sometimes, you know. Sometimes, so yeah. Yes. Or maybe comedians who have occasional shitty sets, or they can get booked, yeah. yeah. But if they can bring it on the shows that you know hmm. mm-hmm. matter, then they're good to go. Yeah. But yeah, you have to know who is good, and then you have to build the lineup so it works with that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If you can't, you know, say you got five people on a show, three are good, two aren't, and how are you going to do it? Good not as good, good, not as good, good, right? Sure, yeah. You sense don't want to start off with not as good, not as good, 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 because the start's going to suck. Right. And you don't want the not good to be back to back, because that's going to make a big lull in the show. So you got to separate them. Yeah. Um, and at the Thursday show, we usually
0: do lottery spots. It used to be three, mm-hmm. and now it's down to just one.
1: And good. Yeah. Uh I mean, the lottery spots were there to get people to come to the show.
0: Right? Yeah.
1: Um, that's strictly it. I mean, it should just be a regular book show. Yeah, like, yeah.
0: Um, do, do the um, my, In Vancouver, do they do lottery spots at, at all? Not like, for books. Or, or mixed? Lottery and book?
1: Right? Uh, no. no. Book show's a book show. Yeah.
0: But it's not... Victoria isn't the first scene to do that, though.
1: Oh, no, no, no. I don't think so. I mean, it's getting people out to a room.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, you, you want people to get up. And you want people to come to the show and give them some kind of incentive to come.
0: Yeah. Well, that's why I first started, because I started as, oh, okay, Monday's the open mic and I can get on Monday, so I started going on Mondays. And then they're like, well, no, because you, Thursday you might get on. And that's why I started going twice a week. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. But at this point, I would probably go to the Thursday show anyway.
1: Because so you're seeing people do longer sets and hopefully doing their A material.
0: Yeah, and I'm coming to
1: the Strath tonight. Excellent. I look forward to it. I'm hosting tonight. Evan Mumford, you're a you're a loser. Shane Priestley, uh, go fuck yourself. Grow up, Miles Anderson, you're a hack. Darcy Collins, you're you're just Louis C.K. Light. Uh, Justine Drummond, you sound like Jenny Garofalo. uh Maybe don't include these. That's probably too mean. <laughs> uh, can
0: we plug any other shows?
1: Tuesdays, marathon. Mike, Barney Stone, find us on. Uh, on uh, on Facebook we don't have many likes for like 108 likes or something which sucks Facebook marketing is tough then 7 Dining Lounge on Wednesday I hope to get a book show starting soon in Vancouver which should be a lot of fun greatest thing about running a book show running a show is you get on other shows since I've been running these mics I've been able to get up a lot more at better shows yeah because you show preferential treatment to people and you get better spots
0: yeah I, I have a suspicion that having a podcast might do a little bit of that for
1: me. You need more than 30 listeners. <laughs> but yeah, the, the long-term goal is if you have something that benefits them, you'll get benefits too, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, usually a show because performance time.
0: Yeah. Because
1: a podcast does not make you a better comedian. Right, no. At all. Well, it doesn't make you worse, but it doesn't make okay. you better. Yeah. You know, like uh, you're flexing a muscle of talking and becoming comfortable talking, but... Uh, it's no substitute for going on stage. Okay, yeah,
0: fair enough.
1: Yeah. I know you've raised that before. Or you've, I know you've commented on those ones before.
0: Yeah.
1: But I don't, I, it's, well, we disagree on something that any, you, you think that any. Well, I don't
0: think it's, I agree that it's not a substitute, but, but I y- think it's a supplement.
1: It could be a supplement, yeah. I mean, it's that real possibility. But you think that producing content is fine early on, right? Yeah. I don't think so. No, I think that limits you long-term.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah, because it makes a record of not the good time. (laughs) Uh, Not that it will necessarily impact you on getting booked on stuff, but why would you want to put something out there that you're going to be better at in two weeks?
0: Well, then what if you die in two weeks, though, or something?
1: Then I don't want my shitty stand-up comedy for people to see. Is that being my legacy?
0: But you're always going to be better, right? Yeah. So then you never put
1: out? No, I I understand that that's that's taking it out to the extreme, time-wise. But when you are comfortable in what you're performing, then put it out. But you have to be comfortable. I mean, a podcast is different. It's a different medium altogether. Like, you haven't recorded your stand-up and put it out.
0: No, that I haven't
1: done. Good. (laughs) Don't.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Don't until you can crush that three-minute spot. Yeah. When you're the best on the show. Yeah, okay.
0: Well that's a good takeaway then. That's the target, man.
1: Yeah. If you can be the best person on that show and do three minutes that gets laughs all throughout, mm-hmm. set up, punch, tag, 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 set up, punch, tag, 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 set up, punch, tag, 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 tag. Three jokes, one minute each, boom, you're set.
0: Well that sounds doable, although I mean it's harder easier said than done.
1: Way easier said than done. It's tough as shit. It's one of the hardest things in the world. Yeah. But it's fun look at that challenge, right? Yeah. And here's the other thing: no one cares. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's super hard for us to do.
0: But it doesn't matter. Yeah, nobody else is invested in.
1: It's courses. you're the exactly. How liberating is that, though, to know that this is something that you actually have total control over, and it's your responsibility if you want to do it to just do it. I think that's one of the coolest things, man. Do you have total control over your own stuff?
0: Cool. I like it. Well. Be yeah. funny. I think that's been a podcast. I think that's so. I'll, I'll thank you so much, Stanley, for doing the, doing the Oh, podcast.
1: thanks, Josh, for having me. I'll talk to you soon. And,
0: yeah.
2: See you tonight.